Maybe I want them to be awake. Maybe I want them to wake the fuck up. Wake up, 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 Hello and welcome back to Beers with Buds. I'm your host, Andrew Friedman, the Cannabis Sommelier. Today, I'm joined by my man, Lex, Lex Music, Lexington Ave, the man himself. Thanks so much for being here, Lex. Yo, what up, man? The king of Calgary. I forgot that one. That's the most important alias because you truly are the king of Calgary. I like that. I like that. Appreciate it. The culture curator. Yeah. Um, again, so thank you so much for being here. Why don't you just introduce yourself, give yourself your little bio. Yo, Lex, Flame City. Yo, we up to some. Um, I love being part of the city. I love that I get to, it's actually kind of a newer city, so you get to be at the forefront of a lot of stuff if you really want to go in a direction, um, which is dope. Like, that's hard to do. A lot of people, I don't know if you notice this, a lot of people, because an idea is already done, they don't want to do it. Totally. They'll, like, talk themselves out. Oh, it's been done. It's like, well, do it better. Straight up. Like, what the fuck, you know? Um, if it's a good idea and you think you can do it, just go do it. Do it better. Don't talk yourself out of it right away. So, with the sneaker store here, obviously I got, you know, everybody compares me, Goodfoot, um, what else was around? I don't even know, I buy one pair of sneakers every three years, so that's why I love that I'm talking oh, to wow. you. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm such a dirt ball. I like wish, that. I wish, oh my god. <laughs> I need a new one for every kit. I'm just like, it needs to match, it needs to, it needs to complete the kit. Oh, I started buying computer parts and freaking I understand cameras. it, like everyone, yeah, like, I know sneakers isn't for everyone. But yeah, it's so like, people were comparing you to, to Goodfoot You know, Goodfoot or Group 7. Okay, yeah, which went out of business, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. like, I fuck with Group 7, I actually bought, you know, stuff, I lived down the street from it, which yeah. is dope. Um, I actually looked at them for, like, advice and stuff early on, and they were nice, they would, you know, chop it up. I didn't think they want me to succeed, obviously. Fair enough. Um, think about our first month in business. We took $80,000 from the street market in Calgary. The men's street market in Calgary, we pulled 80 Gs in the first month we were open. That's crazy. And I want to break it down a little bit because you basically brought flip culture to a store right like you you, yeah. you found the, the hype what people are making a ton of money online doing and i was straight up man i was only in the sneakers that wasn't i wasn't in supreme babe i'm not gonna that lie that came later that came later that was like oh i catch the play right life's about catching the play you see gotcha. the play catch that bitch <laughs> so i just seen it um people were asking for it just like chinook putting me in chinook think about that people were asking for it. from chinook they're like yo we need a a spot where we can get this hype shit. Crazy. You know? So is that so that's how it ended up? Did Cadillac Fairview reach out to you to put a spot in? Or like, yeah, they came in the 17th shop and was like, yo, we want you in Chinook. We would love to get you before Christmas. And it was like, uh, man, I opened that store in 12 days. We only knew wow. each other 12 days, me and those guys from Chinook. <laughs> Shout out Cadillac Fairview. They yeah. hooked it up and I was able to... It's crazy when everyone comes together like... I feel like I don't ask people for a lot. Mm -hmm. So then when I do ask, people are like, yeah. That's the way it's done, right? You yeah. give so much away for free, and then when you need to ask... They know they, they're, they're like, fuck, it. man, we got to get this done. I got you. So that's crazy. Shout out to Jan. Yo, Jan and this guy both stores somehow... Like, it's crazy. People have a weird view of Jan. Um, and I've been... I had a weird view of Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jan still. Like, uh, both stores, I wouldn't have done it without him. 
like straight up like this guy was there for me and i've been able to get him jobs out of it which is cool so that's awesome and it's crazy it's i just blown my mind that cadillac fairview walked into you because he because the thing is when did it you blew st- my fucking mind when did you start lexington ave like when was the first or lex ave what's the st- what was the original store called lexington ave lexington ave that was yeah. the 11th ave location yeah yeah and that was like what four five? and it was called lexington ave culture spot and it was like the culture spot like we got it was a subculture but you know we teamed up with king of the dot early we did battles in front of in the store well now fat joe was in 11th travis scott was in 11th who just played super bowl got my mom calling me like oh my god this guy was in your store he was in your store (laughs) well it's i I would what i I wanted to say is like you brought this subculture that people didn't really see as an opportunity right like they didn't think the sneaker heads were in calgary they didn't think people wanted supreme here they didn't but it's like yyc soldiers had all these members yeah i knew albert shout out to yyc soldiers because they like man they made a sneaker culture that's crazy they gave us something to boost but think about that they had this platform and someone put up uh that we saw that we had a fake supreme box logo okay and they had a platform for those people to drop that on and they didn't take it down nothing even though it was like we never sold the fucking it wasn't a fake idol yeah um and we got judged by the city so hard because we're like it gave them something. People who don't even know what they're talking about were able to say, oh, you're this. And it's like, yo, we had sold like four, how many? 10,000 items already. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a crazy amount. Okay. And we get judged by the city. And like anybody who still hates on us for that, suck my fucking dick. <laughs> no, you don't even get to suck my dick. I'll make sure that bitch ain't fucking hard even. You suck my soft fucking dick, bitch. <laughs> straight the fuck up i hate that shit man we get people judge you on one thing compared to a lifetime of everything you know what i mean we always take these one moments that we can be like yo fuck you for this and it's like man you could have a million great beautiful moments yeah and one thing happens and people are done like the whole world is waiting to hop off you know what i mean i do i do from friends level from it's crazy people are takers people are takers they're not givers right? yeah they're just waiting like i'm really realizing so i grew up i didn't have family growing up i had like my mom's single mom but i'm realizing that the people around you the people who've been there the people who are there from the start that's who you take care of everyone else has to earn the spot yeah that's fair totally and we uh, that's not how the world works it though (laughs) it's like people are out there trying to treat people they just met better trying to impress them than the people around them yeah and people never under- see the opportunity you ever see like a dude go buy a chick a drink and it's a dude who's never bought you fucking a drink in your life i talked about this a few days ago i was like why don't like the homies never buy homies drinks but they're real keen fingers will yeah <laughs> fingers buys everyone everything man that's a g um and he's just that dude and everyone should fucking you know they i hope they put him in high regard no matter what because and he's not going to use it against them you know what i mean yeah and that's the best thing is like you do nice shit for people you never use it against them because you're, you're just, just doing nice it out of the kindness of your heart Man. i even grew up with a trouble where i would use it against them you know yeah till i learned and you know if you do do that learn that shit because it's wrong you're just doing shit out of the kindness of your heart you got not to tra- control people you got some tracks with fingers what's the one called hold on i might even have it written down did you do out of my mind with fingers? and then there's uh, there's one joint that he did with newell a few years ago that i 
I love a million. I, no, or, I'm trying to remember. It was. A oh, I probably one. showed. I was running around showing everybody this one track. It was like. Uh, oh man, it's in my SoundCloud. Scroll. I'm. It'll take me way too long to find it right now. L A. Forte. There's one called uh, Flex. Oh, I know. It was um, like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Dirty Harry on it too. Yeah, I think so. That's uh, um, oh. I can like imagine the lyrics. Okay, here's where it goes. You go on a rant right now about absolutely anything you want to rant about, and I'm gonna. And find you're gonna this look track. it up. <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. Let's talk about this music thing. Awesome. Yeah. So this game. is like a little background story about that whole. So me and Fingers got to the spot, and he put a studio in it. He was buying everything, and there was a moment, man. These guys are creating this music, and I w- It was unbelievable. And all this shit was happening, and people were just getting fucked up, doing drugs. Like, we literally were like in a mansion, <laughs> making <laughs> everyone's making music. Um, it was just fucking awesome. It was such a good time, and obviously the drugs turned a lot of people apart, and it didn't work out. But the music that came out of it was absolutely incredible incredible and i like have this uh, i man i say this all the time i have this album in my car i listen to all the fucking time i throw it up on instagram every time because i just feel like i'm shitting on everyone just for having the album i'm like yo you guys don't even have this i'm like living in 2030 right now <laughs> listen to tracks you can't get nobody has them the specialist but- bro this is the track it's gotta be is it no no, this no, isn't the track. This isn't the track. This, this isn't the track. Oh man, where is it? Man, it might was not it called that? Do my thing. I do my yeah. thing. Do my thing. thing. Yeah. Well, was it that track? Anyways, I don't even know. I'm going on. Fingers just comes on at the end and shits on everybody like normal. And he's got like an R and B sweet yeah. flow. Oh, you know, you know, I do my thing. Yeah, that's totally the track. That's a great track. Mm-hmm. So you got you got some awesome. This is like a great drink. So I've been drinking six years, but you made me this mocktail that. I love it. I'm drinking it like a drink. Those perfect sips. Yeah. It's delicious. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you like it. It's, I actually do like it. It's flames. It tastes like a... Uh, of course, Flame City. Does it kind of feel like liquor? I'm from Calgary. I'm from of course Calgary. I'm going fucking flame. That's one of my uh, <laughs> one of my lyrics. It's I my favorite it. one to drop live, actually, because no matter what, if I go like, I'm from Calgary, and I wait on a sec, of course I'm going fucking flame. Everyone's like, ah! We need more of that. 26th over, man. That's yeah. I was gonna ask you, what's up with that? That was the point. It's like rep a part of the city. Like, um, man, everyone's like was when I came up was new to Calgary. Okay, everyone just moved here. You know, we moved here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came from Montreal originally. Okay, so, but I was like six years old when I moved here. Right. So Calgary's my home, but everybody was new, man. Everyone talks shit about it. Like everyone's got like. I probably leaned into this way too many times. It doesn't matter. Everyone talks shit about it, and there's, like, this rep to it, and da-da-da. And it's like, nah, man, I like this place. Like, it's, like, a brand new, it's totally clean. Every time I fly back here, I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> It's so clean. There's it doesn't so much smell space. like pee. Dude, yeah. Bro, straight up. Everywhere smells like pee. The like, big city is weird. Like, Calgary is a big city, but it's, like, a big, small city, sprawled right? Sprawled, too, and sprawled as fuck. 1.3 million people, tons of living space. The sprawl, I think we fucked up so much because... No matter what, if you're trying to pop something off, mm-hmm. the people on the outside aren't going to come. 
totally like it's i live a, fucking far away. i live a million miles away thanks for coming to do the podcast yeah Appreciate at least it. i'm straight down mcleod i really like that it was one road to get here right literally yeah. one road and then you turn almost as you leave calgary yeah, and i live on mcleod too it's perfect <laughs> that's awesome i like put in the address so i was like oh wicked you so know, you don't even pay attention i don't even know how i got here straight down <laughs> so it's 26 in dover then like a concept it's like a it's like a thought idea it's like representing it's the bus route it's the bus route. It's yeah. the it's the twenty six Dover it's bus. The twenty six Dover bus. That's yeah. awesome. Me and Dills both our first bus we were on. Young Dills. Um, this Dills rolled through. He's like, bro, I got this idea for a brand, twenty six Dover, and I can't lie, like I fucking was like mind blowing. I was like, yo, let me do this with you. I just started going off and creating, and um, it started selling, and then I don't know. I guess too, like Dills is Dills and uh, crazy street credit and stuff. Um, he's slaying it in the skateboard scene. He's amazing, you know, and he's, he's been even polite enough to let me roll with it and not, um, you know, and try to get some shit out there and shit. Yeah. So you have 26 and Dover as like a clothing line or anything? Yeah. Oh, really? Is, oh, yeah. dope. That's We're actually cool. putting a full 26 Dover bus stop in Chinook right now. Like really? Pouring concrete sidewalk with the grass. <laughs> My buddy made the bus stop. We got the pictures that on the wall. So it like feels like you're in the bus stop. That's so awesome. Because I feel like a store needs somewhere you take a picture. Dude, that's a that's how you uh, that's how you do marketing, right? That's Definitely. how you create the create yeah, the brand. Everyone create knows the hype. Lex. Yeah, well, that's it's a it's a cool concept for a store. I want again, I want to go back to it because you you kind of started this idea years ago and people kind of laughed it off, and now sure. like the culture is huge and Cadillac Fairview is like the biggest. Uh, mall producer in yeah yeah canada and they came into your store and was like yeah, yeah like i dunked you. on calgary i wrapped it you yeah. know i wrapped this level next level that's what i'm on to next <laughs> that's awesome you know what i mean yeah. i feel like i wrapped it it's just like yeah i'm in chinook like that's exactly what i wanted we put it out to the world and the world returns. so now it's toronto i'm just trying to make some moves right now like i don't know if you know the stadium goods sold for 250 million dollars yeah okay damn um that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's to awesome a really money. large company that just sees it. Um, sneakers are on Walmart. If you go on Walmart.com, yeah, Walmart is my competition. You know, go fuck yourselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck Walmart. Well, I guess I'm your competition because I don't buy shoes ever. Yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. Like I have one pair of expensive <laughs> shoes and I wear it like. Well, dress shoes. I buy a lot of dress shoes that are expensive. Yeah. But, like, that's not... Uh, do you have, to, like, any... Is there, like, a... Is there, like, heady dress shoes? Is that a part of what you do? No, you're more, you're more like, street culture, right? Yeah. We... Yeah. No. That's, I, I own, like, two pairs of dress shoes. That's... Yeah, because you would rock a limited edition pair of sneakers with a suit. Yeah. And I've been wearing 700s. Like, that's been my shit. They're comfortable. Tell me about 700s. 700. What's up with them? They're comfortable. They look dope. They're multicolored. Bro, he killed it. <laughs> this is the Yeezy, the new. This Yeezy? is a Yeezy seven hundred. Okay, yeah, it's just unbelievable, and it's just gonna keep coming out in colorways, and it's like that's my addiction. Can you get Yeezys now easier than like how it used Way to be? Easier. Yeah, you can yeah. buy them from Adidas now. For sure. It's not like a crazy. Uh, you're not gonna pay them. I got a great flip story for you. You'll probably appreciate this one. So my homie at the high, at the like peak of Adidas. Um, gets on the the adidas site or on the yeezy site and he gets a pair but they ship him a pair of size 17s or something what yeah but check it out who wears size 17s nba players definitely how many size 17s do they make 
barely any. Yeah, like so you can put it at a crazy price. Bidding war on eBay. Amazing. Ends up selling it to an NBA player for like thousands of dollars. Amazing. I like this guy already. Oh, dude. That's he, amazing luck. <laughs> right? He was choked. He, he opened the box. And he's like, man, these are huge. And he's like, what? I can't even wear them. And, they, and then just realizing that opportunity and the hustle is is awesome. Yeah. So if there's a brand to look out for this year, like one that you think is going to blow up, what would it be? Um. Well, you see it with like Rude right now. I tell him fucking 26 Dover. <laughs> That brand. That's it. Twenty six Dover. Why'd I go rude? Fuck you, rude. Twenty six Dover. Buy the um, gear. Buy the gear. Let's blow it up. We actually made these twenty six nineteen um, crew necks. They just say twenty six nineteen. Okay. So that's like part of our new stuff. That's wicked. We got these. Uh, the you know the Canadian two dollar bill. Yeah. We got that coming out with the twenty six Dover. Awesome. Uh, Rollerland tee, which will be is a huge Calgary thing. That's awesome. We're just trying to make some shit for us. I think we should probably give one away and get the pot and with the share the podcast. Let's We're do giving it. away no a problem. t-shirt. Yeah, maybe we will give two away. We'll see what the hype is. Yeah, I love it. Everybody we got these dad hats that are more the most fire, just with the black on black Rolex symbol. That's Fuck. it. That's yeah. it. You know, some pieces work out better, or some people can just rock pieces better. Totally. Um, we have like yeah, it's just been fun, man. How does a brand? How does an apparel brand? blow up like what's the what's the ticket because like obviously you can't just like slap a logo onto something. our goal is to make good clothes first of all mm-hmm. like we've been working with um i guess you have the manufacturers and shit in the city instead of now i'm reaching out i'm flying i'm going to sneaker con this weekend cool but i have a meeting with a soul shop out there so that's where's what, sneaker con Vancouver. Awesome. Yeah, another third Canadian city so far. That's fantastic. So they recognize, they get it. Yeah. Are you? Do you have um, any plans of moving the store to like other cities? Toronto. Like it's a franchisable thing, hey. Toronto would be. That's what I'm going for. That's cool because there's a lot of culture and there's a lot of. The thing is, I can people. start with a pop up, um, with like, if I go in the uh, Toronto, what's the big mall in Toronto? Not Eaton Center. The Vaughn Mills. The other one, uh, Yorkdale. Okay. So I could probably get a pop up in Yorkdale because you got plugged with Cadillac Fairview now. Boom! Booyakasha! Shout out to the boys at Cadillac Fairview. That's awesome. Maybe you know they're nice to me and shit. You want to hear a funny story about? Yes. That uh, they take me to a hockey game. They're with the Homes by Avi guy. The guy, okay. Um, We're sitting in a Homes by Avi. Home? Yeah, just built in August. They kind of fucked me to be honest. <laughs> kind of a big fuck you to Homes by Avi from me. But anyways, no tell me the story. Um. So they bring me and the guy from Homes by Avi. They put one person on each guy. You know what I mean? It's yep. kind of the move. I talk to one. They figure out who. So they actually switch halfway through the game and everything. You know, they want to chop it up. But I talked to the Avi guy because I went to Jack James. We used to do a Homes by Avi house as a project. Okay. If you were in building, um, not building maintenance, some fucking. It's funny what happened with that class. I got kicked out of it. But <laughs> So you build a house. <laughs> I'll tell that story too. It's hilarious. So we build this house and then it gets transported and they put it on a foundation. But you get to do from start to finish. Obviously, a plumber comes in, an electrician comes in. Yeah, in but you school. pretty much do everything else. That's cool. At school. So that's, that's so your cool. class every day. It's like a four-hour class. Way more fun. It was awesome. So I told him that. I'm like, yo, and that was like something to front on. Like, we didn't have money. So you're like, bro, we built a house in school. Like, you guys didn't do that. That was like actually a stunt to me when I was a kid. Yeah. 
uh, or a teenager. And then he he's like, bro, we only do that for your school because my dad, who is Avi, yeah. is like, no, the Forest Lawn kids need it, if anyone. So we'll keep it there. Anyone, no one else. <laughs> so that's why it's there. So that's a high school program? Shout out to Jack James. Yeah, high school program. You build an entire house. Wow. That's that's legit. What an- I went to an alternative high. Yeah, that's As Louis C.K. Cool. says, where dreams are narrowed down. <laughs> so you can be these nine things. <laughs> well, that's... That- so you go, you can be a mechanic. It's like a little early entry to college. You can get a journeymanship. Yeah, well, I did this thing in school called the Registered Apprenticeship Program, the RAP program, and I basically figured out this hustle where uh, I got a full-time job this summer at grade 10, and then I went into grade 11, and I left school at 11.15. And got to work, right? Went to work every day till 6 o'clock, making bank, 15 bucks an hour, and then I worked full-time through the summer of grade 11, and I took the first half of grade 12 off to continue working full time. And then I came back to school with 100% in my registered apprenticeship program. I only needed to take two classes and I had enough credits that I could have graduated two people. Were you making money for the yeah! week? Yeah, see? 15 Amazing. bucks an hour. They wouldn't, I could have been paid 21, which was what the plumber rate would have been. I was, I was a plumber. Um, but they were like, yeah, if you're making 21 bucks an hour working this much, like you're going to drop out of school. And I totally would have. Yeah. You're like, I made it. What are you talking about? I make more than you. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha. Teacher. Ass. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. That's a, that's a cool thing. So was the hockey game good? The company was good. They schmoozed you hard. Well, I feel like I schmoozed the Avi guy by telling him that story. And he's like, I'm going to tell my dad this. He liked it. He liked it. Avi, Avi Because now this it. guy is like, you know, in a mall. <laughs> yeah. He was like, fuck, this is dope. This Lex guy. Yeah, you gave him something to lean on. You gave him you gave him that. So have you always been like a, a hustler, entrepreneur, like young lemonade stands? Like when was yeah. the, when did the flip game start? From when I remember like six years old with like the walk around shovel walk so I could go to Rollerland. Yeah. Like, I had an older sister. So she already knew the flexes and I just like went along, you know, just shoveling as much as I could. I was small then, so I couldn't do like, <laughs> yeah, you can only really get three or four done, but, but you're only trying to make two bucks to get in. So it's not, it's um, not that hard. As long as but I continued shoveling walks, like I was selling roses outside of liquor stores when, so I was 13 when I started. So I literally sit outside the liquor store in not, you know, think of the areas we're working in. So much fucked up shit happened. Like, <laughs> I bet. think how many drunk people you meet, and like, uh, just every you just see everything. Like, yeah, because you're not. So in a thirteen good years hood. old till I was sixteen, I did this a bunch. Like, sold roses, sit outside, stampede till two in the morning. Like, we went. I was grinding every. But that was a good hustle. I had a full time job. Thirteen. I was just like on it, and I still talk to, oddly enough, like the guy who I worked for. We're still friends. Oh, you work. You were dealing roses for somebody else. Yeah. There's a- like, <laughs> you just sit outside, you get 30 cents a rose, you sell them for a dollar, and you just sit outside liquor stores. During Stampede, we would go liquor store all day, then Stampede all night. Wow. But I would sell out so quick that I could always go chill with them. So we were like pals, you know? So we had so many funny stories from Stampede, and I was a kid. The rose like, kingpin. Yeah, tell me a funny rose story from Stampede. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, we ran into this guy, Dennis, who used to sell roses. Bro, the worst kids sold roses. Like, all my friends from that time were like, they would admit it. They're like, yeah, maybe we're the worst. You know, everybody's <laughs> fucked up, man. They stole his van one time. You know? <laughs> they were hustlers. Yo, they would always mock his girl. Like, everybody's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was fucked. Like, it's such a funny. So we run into one of them, and the guy gets in Pablo's face. His name is... We call him Pablo. That's not his real name. Um... 
and he fucking pushes this kid on the ground and this guy just bounced right back up like we don't know what the fuck happened it was like boing and then he's like uh like and they were like fuck you or something i'm a kid right and he's pushing down another kid and they all want to fuck me up now at the time it felt like good old stampede yeah we grew into life like all those rose kids i chilled with now i won't even chill with them (laughs) the rose hustle that's that'd be a funny movie the rose kids yeah, that is a that is a pretty good concept. That boss made me cry multiple times. He just like was a fucking asshole. He just like that's crazy. Thing. Um, How did you end up? Yo, Lebanese that guy? dudes would come and like boot over my roses. <laughs> Bro, I was in like at the liquor bar in Trans Canada Mall. That was me. <laughs> Jeez. How did so? How did you find that job, or how did that job find you? This kid, my buddy Justin, uh, had a friend Farron who was doing it. Or his cousin, Farron. So we told Justin, put him on. And then Justin tells us, I was like, yo, put me on. And he's like, this guy wouldn't do it. He's a really selfish guy. (laughs) And he wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. And I'm like, after a while, I'm like, nah, man. Like, give me the fucking number. And then I got the number from his cousin. So then we start doing it. This guy's all mad. Think, oh, I got you that job. I think back to that. And it's so funny because you just stupid when you're young because it's a big blue ocean and he's a he was a single i had a sister for a while my sister moved when i was like 12 so i understood sharing (laughs) this guy was the only child who got everything he wanted all the fucking time so he just didn't understand sharing so what he thought you could sell every rose on earth and then yeah it's like he didn't want us making money because he's making money like that's his mentality yeah. We beefed about this till like I was uh one of the groomsmen at his wedding. <laughs> and you yeah, brought he, it up at the wedding. No, but we've been we beef forever <laughs> about even as you know, he had to get over it to get married, I'm sure. The selfishness. That's hilarious. How do you be married and be selfish? Yeah, you can't. You have to like you have to you have to learn to sh- that's yeah. so funny. So we got in <laughs> so that's how I started. Like these guys they come and pick you up from your house, you sit in a van on a bucket. And it's like just a cramped ass van. Like if this guy ever got in a crash, everyone's dead for sure. This is illegal as hell. Right? Illegal as fuck. Is he paying you cash too? Cash, of course. Yeah, this is, yeah, this He's, is awesome. Yo, job. our boss got arrested for tax fraud. <laughs> bro, we're all like are waiting to get ready and shit. And then the news comes on. And it was on the news. <laughs> That's basically what I was leading up to with my next question. Um. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> so yeah super illegal and we all just you know did it because we wanted the money sick but i'm telling you i like yeah like nice little stacks it's funny i kept my money on top of like my mom's buffet and like would loan it out to her friends and shit if they needed it i was like such a good i don't know why i was just like that i never kept my money to myself i was like nah nah we can all we can all eat from a young age like as soon as i got i was like yo it's just money let's get it like you guys need food they're probably buying drugs and shit. Yo, Cap 60. <laughs> right? You realize now, you're like, oh, shit, man. They were for sure buying drugs. <laughs> the a- awkwardness when I used to play the awkwardness because I come downstairs as a kid and everyone's getting fucked up. And I just like walk in and I'll be like so shy. Like, can I have a dollar? And everyone's just like, get, get, the, get them the fuck out of here. Give them the money. Know, when I was way younger. But then I started making money. There's like one of my friends, mom's friends actually passed away while he owed me money. <laughs> so fucked up. Oh man. You're like, what the hell? So you're, you're still done. involved in the King of the Dot thing? I know you're still involved in like 10 at 10, 10 or whatever. I just support 10 at 10. That's my dude, Benny. You can, uh, he's the man. Like, I love Benny. I need a Benny conversation once a week. I feel like that's <laughs> just good. call him. What up? What's going on, man? Yeah. 
That's I awesome. In, yeah, he could just talk and he understands the city. He gets hit with everything too. Imagine like you create something and then everyone hates on it and it's like, yo, you go create something. See what it's really like to create something. Yeah. It's everyone hard. can say, this is what I would do. And it's like, really? Because you've never done it. Yeah, make it. How do you, I hate the uneducated opinion thing. Like, how do you have an opinion if you've never done, done it? it? When I first started making videos, I would get all these messages like, yo, you got to change your audio. You should change your background. You should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, have you made one? Well, yeah. I'm like, I know I should do all this stuff. I just don't, A, I don't have the money or I don't. Well, yeah, yeah, it's that, a money thing that, too. Like people throw out, man, I get really frustrated when people throw out ideas to me and I'm so you really think I haven't thought of this? Yeah. It costs money, you idiot. Yeah, you think like that. You it, really, that's what you think of me? Right. Like I'm not, I'm oh, not daddy. Warbucks I actually get offended. Yeah. It's like, look at, yo, you're tripping, man. But yeah, do this better. It's like, I don't have the, I, I don't have the thing to do it better yet. Like yeah, just no. give me a bit. I'm the, working on it. Shut the fuck up, man. The podcast. You know how busy I am? Right. <laughs> the podcast would have been going six months ago, but yeah. I needed money to get microphones and the boom stands and like, yeah. just figure out how to prioritize my time. Time's money too. Every, Definitely, man. Every time I get to sit down for a conversation like thank you so much for giving me your time to uh you know just just to chat yeah no worries man like, it's, it's um, huge let's have a dab like, you want to do one yeah should we well let's both have one at the same time then we can cheers on it yeah i really want to smoke this one again yeah that's all you what kind is it it's the it's the form cut girl scout cookie right yeah and it's a rosin yeah don't plug the company because it because it's because it's still kind of illegal yeah no worries <laughs> And then just turn it on and let it melt off. That dabber you can actually just place in there. Like just put it into the bowl. Oh, okay. And it doesn't fall out, which is nice. Yeah, and then just perfect. That's awesome. I'm excited. Hopefully I have a second dabber here. Oh, yeah, I do. See, everything's always sticky. I'm just dealing with this sticky world. I hate that in a boat. Problems, man. The oil is like so much better to smoke, but it's just so... It's a Fingers hassle. got me hooked on the woods. That was all him. Well, I love the woods. Um, yeah, me too. That's why it's not sticky and shit. It's I w- I wish we could smoke woods. So I'm building a, a bu- I'm building a, a room in the basement to podcast and uh, like make music out of. And with that, yeah, that should be good to go now. Yeah. And with that room, we're building in like a smoking ventilation thing, so we can both smoke or so everybody can smoke and do their thing. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, let's hit the bases. Oh, yes, I love it. The tap on the table. It's tasty. Could you describe, could you pick any like two or three flavors that it tastes like? (coughs) I took a dab of something different, so I can't jump into this one. Almost like it has a, almost a fruity, like a fruity kush taste to it. Fair enough, because it is cookies. Yeah, it tastes. It's unbelievable, actually. <laughs> it's like that taste you want coating your mouth. We'll try to look where. Uh, I know I'm the cannabis sommelier, and I forget the easiest to. Uh, one of the one of the most famous things, which is Girl Scout cookies, I gotta look up what the. We can't actually call it Girl Scout cookies. It's just GSC. 
<coughs> OG Cushion Durbin. That was right on the tip of my tongue. I knew that. Okay. <coughs> and OG, this is one of the funny misconceptions I've heard. I don't know if this is the true story, but um, OG actually stands for Ocean Grown, not Original Gangster. Oh, wow. And uh, the original OG cut landed in Florida and then got moved to the to California. That's amazing. I never knew that. Yeah, so everybody thinks it's a California cut, but apparently not. And it's ocean grown because it was that uh, northern kind of Mendocino ocean influence uh, okay. that, that brought it all in. I love a good OG. It's my favorite cut, honestly. And, like, it's so hard to find good OG. Yeah. Oh. Super hard. I also love pre-98 Bubba. It's one of my favorite strains, but it's, like so bastardized are there any new hype strains you like want to try or what's the dopest dope you've ever smoked Dude, jagermeister the jagger it's yeah. got some crazy anise flavors to it i love it yeah just uh is that mine no it's, i should have turned off my computer no worries <laughs> everyone thinks it's their phone i know because we, we all have the same ringtone now i used to have the super mario uh Did you? Like, fuck there's a time in life i had a phone that had People were doing that like phone shit where you could buy a SIM card and you just buy everything on the SIM card and then chuck it, put your old one back in, save it to the phone. Good hustle. Hood shit. In the hood, man, there is hustles all the time. And it's funny when you live in it, you don't even think about it. It's not hood until you get out of it. Yeah. Like that rose hustle is fucking hood as hell. (laughs) PSPs, Xboxes, whatever the fuck, mattresses, like you never knew what was going to come up. You know, my mom would buy meat from the bar. Yeah. You just buy meat at the bar. Like, that's so <laughs> fucked. You know what I mean? Think about it, but normal as shit in the hood. Like, normal as shit. If you went up to someone in, like, the, you know, in Britannia, <coughs> said, hey, would you like to buy some meat half price? They're probably not going to. They might phone the cops on you. They Yeah, they might. Well, it depends. Uh, we, uh, I got a wine tasting group. We meet in Britannia. Yeah? At the wine merchant. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I live. That's why I said Britannia. Oh, that's Because I just imagine my spot, like, who's there. I Yo, when you're in that Suntory, even, you're going for groceries, bro, they'll have, like, prime rib cut up, every kind of orange cut up, cake in the back. Have you, you got have a Suntory number yet? Of course, yeah. Okay, I, I've been giving away, I just, I just say an old phone number that I had, and it's going to some girl now. Uh... <laughs> My, so nice right my old number was 403708 a man 2626 and so i just tell them that one every time and, and i was like <laughs> and every time they just click it in they're like oh yes alex and i was like what oh well i don't know if alex is a dude or, or a girl i just assumed alex was a girl even though so, my dad's first name is alex yeah. with an i but he goes by michael because he thought it was girly so maybe that's why i assume alex is a alex girl. with an i yeah oh crazy it's kind of weird my name's alex is your name Alex? Yeah. Oh shit! See, so I could be. Maybe I'm getting hooked up. <laughs> now, see that? See that's a trip. And I had another podcast guest. This is dude Alex. I don't know why I would assume this Alex under my Suntara number was a girl. I guess it was just wishful thinking on my part. Yeah, you're like I'm hooking up a chick right now. Yeah, but Alex. No. <laughs> that's awesome. Alexander. That's awesome. That's a that's a strong like knightly name. Yeah, my full name together sounds really dope. They always say that at, like, hotels and shit. Yeah, and you like it. like, well, you sound royalty. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Bless. I never understood royalty, you know? That's why it's funny to King Calgary, but... 
yeah and then like every time people add me on instagram or like tag me and shit it, i just it's hilarious it's the best shit ever <laughs> you love it you love being the king that's good if you're gonna be the king if Bro, you're we gonna were... be the anything you gotta fucking represent definitely Yo, straight up, like, I tattooed the ba- the city on my back when I was 23. Yeah. Like, that was how forward-thinking. You were committed. It literally says my city with the whole fucking skyline. You when I was 23, it. I fucking rode for the city so hard. I have since. Bro, we never went online. I could sell all these sneakers for more money. I hope people know that. In American money. Crazy. We well, never did that. And you don't. We linked Calgary. Bro, that's that's crazy Yo, i literally did it for the city i was like we need this shit here um, four years ago that was my mentality like it's crazy when the city turns and shit you, you do become jaded you want to enough of you want to be like uh, fuck this city you know what i mean when you're like putting up with all the bullshit but then you have parts that just embrace you so heavy that you're like man see there is good shit here watching my own homies come up you know brett um just the way he's coming up in the city. Like, all of a sudden, bro, he just took over. Like, Who are the homies to watch? Uh, fuck. Sam Walker. Okay. Brett Forte. Sam Walker is the dirtiest comedian. One of the dirtiest you'll ever see. So, if you're into that. Uh, yeah. I think not. Um, I'm going to sit in the back and heckle him. It's all words, right? Just it's kidding. all sounds out of our mouths. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. People give, hey, it's amazing that people trade me their attention and their time yeah. to listen on the podcast i'm always amazed by it definitely okay so sam walker brett forte yeah it's a good all-american We're doing a thing uh with chris labelle but everyone i feel like everyone knows about chris labelle if you don't know chris i don't tell yeah. me about him chris labelle shit chris is the man <laughs> chris is hilarious he's uh he's just a personality like he's he if you too though yeah comedian as well we got all these comedians in calgary we have the craziest comedian scene what like Brittany i need to Lysing. come to some more comedy shows man um fuck i could go on forever i'll probably leave out too many people man well i gotta go to a comedy show with you obviously Definitely. the one that i really like is the roast battle yeah i saw you at that i was like that looks hilarious i actually entered one and got fucking murdered i want to get um, in on a roast battle because i love making jokes in rhyme <laughs> oh yo then it's what i'm good yo, at they're always looking for new people Oh man, that's a that's a big that's a big moment. But anyway, bro, it was nerve wracking up there. <laughs> I gotta diversify the cannabis small a brand, you know. Like yeah. I'm I'm a rapper slash actor slash DJ slash producer. You should get up there. That'd be awesome. I'm in it. I'm ready. And I even so think about that. Like I've been performing with a mask on, so it's like when I was up there just getting roasted. It was actually rough. <laughs> it was rough. You wouldn't feel it. You perform with a mask on, hey? It must yeah, be I, hot as hell, dude. No, I wear a mankind mask. Okay. So he was obviously able to wrestle in it. Yeah. I can do a you can ten do a minute per- performance. Performance, <laughs> like a like a MC performance. Yeah, I rap. I got a project June eighth. Um, I did a bunch of projects since then. I did June eighth, and then I put out June eighth the trimmings. Okay, well, in the words of you, wake up, wake up, y'all been sleeping. Exactly. So go hit up that wake shit. Wake up, wake up. So wake imagine, yo, it's funny you went into this, the roast battle. This guy reads it. He's like, let's read Lex's lyrics. And he's like, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. And he just goes on forever. <laughs> and then he goes into, y'all been sleeping on my ass. And then he's like, what kind of area... Airbnb, are you running? That was the joke. I was like, bro. 
<laughs> Shout out joke. to that Frida looking motherfucker. I don't know, it's Sam something. <laughs> That's a good burn though. Yeah, it got me. No worries. Airbnb. That's good. It was good. Wake up, wake up. I fuck with Airbnb hard. I'm just gonna wake switch up, it completely. Wake up. I actually have an Airbnb. Oh, you That's have an great. Airbnb? Okay, Think we have this. My friends and family come to town. I can just not book it, mm-hmm. and I have a spot for them. It's amazing. Yeah, that's that's. I love it. It's super the best awesome. shit ever. Is it? Well, we'll talk about it after, cause I, you know, I use uh, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to snitch, but you know, I throw my pop up events in different residential areas. Oh, uh, okay. That you know, that's kind of the that's kind of the hustle. Yeah. Is, uh, if if you can, I'm do right that. on seventeenth. Um, oh, that's cool. Seventeenth and fifth, like. Oh, wicked! I lived on seventeenth and fourteenth for years. National there. Oh, that's a great spot. So yeah. Sarah, oh, I know, I know where the you're lofts, talking about. You know, beautiful. Yeah, I know yeah, the yeah. lofts. So Sarah used to live in the shitty building across the street when I first met her. Okay. The, the one that's owned by uh, Boardwalk or whatever. It's got the. Yeah, yeah. She lived in the it's got bay- pizza place and shit in it. Uh no, that's or? that's like kind of to the left. I no, because you're right behind National, right? No, I'm actually right on 17th next to, like, Una. Oh, and, and above it's it? It's that building that's on an angle. Oh, yeah, I know the angled building. Yeah. That's cool. And it's yeah. got it's got a patio there, too, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's awesome. I've always imagined what it looked like in that angled building. It's super dope. Cool Airbnb. Every place is different. And then there's one place the entire room is glass in the middle. Like, what? It's so cool. Shout out Phil. Phil lived there. Phil's actually doing really well in photography in photography from Calgary. Uh, Jocelyn Alice, um, you know who that is? Nope. Singer from Calgary, fucking. That's why you're the it. king of Calgary. You're the culture curator. Yeah, man. I love this. Yeah, I try to figure out, you know, what's going on here. I really want to know what the fuck is up in the city. But yeah, Jocelyn Alice is like played on the radio. She moved to Toronto. Um, that is the move, right? There's no industry here. Yeah, it's an incubator here. If you can make it work here, then you can make it work anywhere in the world. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, Ruben Young just left, and uh, he's got a track, Rachel Green, uh, that just went. like It's just a catchy fucking song. Awesome. You know? And he's just a good person, too. That's the thing. Like, it's another Calgarian? A lot of artists will be around and stuff, and yeah, another Calgarian. I want to look that Rachel one up. Rachel Green. Yeah. Jocelyn Alice like, has this song... And her flow is just fucking amazing. She actually did songs with Half Cut before she left. What kind of tra- uh, Ruben Young, Rachel Green? Yeah. You got that something about you. Uh, the Celtic Knights ad. This is what it's pushing me. It knows that I like the river stomp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The just Jen and Boats. Uh, I should have oh. hit the remix. <laughs> right. <laughs> the video is great. <laughs> this, is, this is why I need TriCaster because everybody should be able to see this video right now. Yeah, that would be great. Oh man. Yeah, Ruben been fucking it up. You guys gotta go, gotta go check this out because it's all, uh, it's all Rachel Green from, uh, from Friends. It's all Jen Ann videos yeah. and he's got his face like superimposed over top of ross's and he's like <laughs> creeping into the room sometimes and like mackinari that was hilarious that was one of the funnier videos i've seen perfect solid yo, shout out reuben reuben young i love it you'll hear about him it's coming that's awesome that was like with jocelyn when she left it was like yep you'll hear about her 
she was just good <laughs> fair enough so you got any events coming up you put on that uh you put on that concert series during stampede yeah last lex year. fest lex fest was yeah. dope people Thanks, were out man. there appreciate it that's a cool idea like i just think it's fucking cool that you represent and you and you did something that you want to do for sure and that's inspired even by people like ruben ruben did like 50 nights yyc or some shit i forget the exact total but he literally did an event every day for like 50 days damn or maybe it wasn't that long maybe i'm fucking delusional but i know it was a bunch of days and i went to a bunch of them and you know he did like uh he literally did a party in front of the calgary tower you know people just playing it was a different group every day that's legit oh it's so dope he deserves everything he's going to get in life straight up. I've always, uh, one of my life goals is to busk. I've, I've always wanted to go out on the street and be a busker. Okay. Um, yeah. Just like, I don't know. I love busker festivals. I went to one in Halifax that was oh, just really? amazing. All buskers. Yeah. Cool. What a, and what an interesting collection of people to like host the after party for. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it was, uh, we did, um, Fuck, it's crazy. My grandma actually passed away, but then we went to this busker festival, like, the next day. Okay. And it was on the pier, or, like, right in Halifax on the water. Yeah. All the guys, there's this cool guy that was just, like, a robot. <laughs> Fuck, he was awesome. And then, like, this uh, Elvis cowboy who just, like, could just move his body and just one arm. <laughs> he was so dope. Full performances like that. That's um, so cool. But there's one guy who had a guitar, and he just played fucking hit after hit. You know, 70s, 80s. This guy on the guitar was amazing. He didn't stop for hours. And to think that my mom, we just saw her mom get, you know, yeah. buried and is just having the best time of her life. It was like a perfect moment where. Oh, that's beautiful, actually. It was. It was actually beautiful. I'm imagining it and it's like yeah. really. It's and this guy really just fucking moment. hit after hit, you know, brown eyed girl to like. Just imagine that era of music. Yeah, that's you know? awesome. Here's little Diddy. <laughs> yeah, here's one. Jack and Diane, and like, yeah, it's amazing. That's fantastic. What a great day. Everybody's singing along because everyone knows the songs. That's this awesome. This guy didn't play one song. Nobody knew. It was like the Bosker Festival, and you you just stumbled on that across that or what? Yeah, just <laughs> we went there that day. Perfect coincidence. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I love that. Like, I'll always hit people up and you know hit them with money if it's a uh, cool. Mm-hmm. you know london you see it a lot uh even from dancers to like people who can do flips and stuff mm-hmm. everyone gets in a circle and you know you just watch everyone hits them off with a little bread at the end it's yeah, good it's cool i always try and give i'll always give money to like somebody doing when they're trying the yo you're hustling you're out yeah. here hustling I, I don't really love it when people ask me for money uh straight up you know i used to wear this no soliciting t-shirt because i lived on 17th <laughs> yeah i, I feel like, you there. off man leave me alone living on 17th is a uh, is definitely yeah i lived on 17th for two years yeah. it was like, there's a couple dudes who never even ask and they needed the most i hooked them up yeah I just go up yo here go buy some i got a crazy story actually because i don't want people to go to this business but i was at shawarma nights one night you know that spot on 17th and 14th yeah okay and so i go in to get a late night donaire and this dude's in there, and he's and he puts out a handful of money. He's like, "What can I get? I'm so hungry." And the guy's like, "Nothing. You gotta leave." And I'm like, "No way, bro!" I was like, "Buy him whatever he wants. Like, yeah. I've got it." They're like, "No, no, no. This guy's gotta leave." And I'm like, "No, no, no. There's no way 
You're kicking this hungry dude out when he just offered you money for food and you have a restaurant. Like, yeah. what? And so... uh What if they know him, though? I don't even care, man. Because what if he, like, what he does is he does that and then he goes and does heroin in the washer. Yeah, well, that's probably why they yelled at him to eat outside and they wouldn't give him the donair unless he ate outside. Something happened. But, man, I know they don't give the key away. The dude was hungry. I chatted with him. You know what, though? I don't think that was the case. Because I, I stood there while they made his donaire. And I was like, no, you treat this dude like a human. And pay for his donaire. And then they're like, no, you got to eat outside. And I chatted with him for, like, another few minutes. He seemed pretty good. innocent. And, like, just, like, he was like, man, that sucks. I was pretty excited to eat in the light for once. And I was like, oh, that's sad. That is sad. Anyways, fuck you, shawarma nights. Yeah, I, I get that. I didn't Straight go back. I didn't go back to Shwarman and, and I love that. They got land. good fucking food though. Dude, the lamb hero is so <laughs> good. Like that lamb shawarma or whatever it is, that's they the fuck one. It up, man. Yo, they're, I love that shit. They're the only ones with the lamb. But you know what? Alibaba just like literally kitty corner to it. That's a better donair. And that guy is I don't like, even uh I've been eating meat a lot more recently. Okay. I didn't really eat meat for fuck three years. Oh really? Yeah. Just plant based? Just fish. Oh, just fish yeah. and, and veggies? Yeah, whatever else. <laughs> That's the way to go, but just fish. Yeah. I don't know if it was the way to go completely, but... No, a lot of a lot of bad stuff in fish. I felt like I, like I was eating steak like out of control. As soon as you start getting money, you're just like... I'll eat steak three times a day. I you feel know you. What I mean? Yeah. I Elvis get... was found with like 50 pounds of raw meat still in him when he died. Jesus. In his colon. So, Jesus. I thought about that and I was like, I didn't mind eating like that either. It's actually really easy um, to eat the veg and shit. Everyone bitches at you though. The rest of the world is like, fuck you. Oh, we didn't make nothing for you. You know? Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm fine with the potatoes and the fucking uh, veggies. It doesn't matter what I'm eating. Like, I'm still getting full. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I when you go against society, fuck the society not like you. Yeah, like, people get real upset. Comfortable. People hate that I don't drink. Like, Then they ask you why you're not drinking. Yo, and then a lot of them, like, six years later, they're, like, they understand the whole, oh, wait, I, they're addicts, you know? Like, yeah, they like, just drink because they need a drink. Yeah. Just the same way. So, well, they get it can, now. I'm glad I can make you a mocktail that tastes like alcohol. It's cool. Yeah. And it's infused, too. I, I didn't tell you that off the bat, but I made an infused simple syrup. I should probably so, should have told you that. No worries. You were out here smoking. I'd yeah, yeah. As long as I don't get too fucked. No, no, no. It's like a micro dose. Perfect. Yeah, it's so little. I'm like oh, yeah. looking around. I'm like, I forgot it's my delicious. beer oh, for beers with buds. I forgot it downstairs. You want me to tell a story or something? Yeah, man. Go on a rant while I grab a beer. Wait, wait. Let me. I'll ask you a question. Let's drum up a story here. Something fucking hilarious. <laughs> here, I'll tell a story. Okay, okay. I got one. Okay, you got it. Hit yeah. it. You go. June 8th. So the reason I named my proje project June 8th is because I have really, I, I fucked up. That's my birthday, but my birthday gets fucked or got fucked a bunch of years. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a project that I love called that June 8th. So it's different for me. So June 8th, another birthday. I got a homie working at the store. He calls me. He let people try on all the shoes. They all ran out of the store with the sneakers. I'm like, fuck. Of course. Two days later, I'm at uh, Clive Burger on 17th. I'm inside there. These kids walk in with these sneakers on. I was like, what the fuck? See them. I know these are my sneakers. So they sit down right away. I go up. I'm like, take these motherfucking sneakers off. They're like, what? I got my hand on him. I'm like, take these fucking sneakers off, man. And he's like, 
the one guy takes him off right away. The one guy doesn't take him off. I flinch to punch him. He fucking kicks him off. I just grab the sneakers. These guys had to leave Clydeberger without their sneakers on. Okay, I got to back it up because I ran away. <sighs> you missed the story. You're going to have to listen. We got one view already. One view. Yeah, <laughs> one viewer. I got, somebody stole the sneakers from the store and you found them? I seen them in Clydeberger at like 2 in the morning. Gotcha. Gotcha. Shouldn't have been wearing the sneakers, yo. You better sit <laughs> on that for a bit. Dirty them up, son. That's awesome. People, that's, people are, sh- and your birthday is June 8th? Yeah. Was this on your birthday? Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I got fired on my birthday one year. Um. <laughs> How many times you been fired? 17 times. Yo, yeah, respect. See, the best, the best hustlers, you get fired from jobs because you know bosses are stupid. You can't, yeah. I'm hard to control. I can't even control myself. How the fuck is someone else going to control me? Boss can't work for a boss. Yeah, I it's get tough, it. man. I just like... I'm stoked doing this on my own now. Finally, I don't have to wake up and listen to anybody. No, there's times like I worked under people and I love them. You know what I mean? You learn from them. But then yeah. at the end of the day, it's like... I need to go be me. Yeah, they're still going to fire sure. you because there's shit that I'm doing that that uh, yeah. people don't agree Yo, with. No, and sometimes. there's nothing wrong with sitting with other bosses. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, I know a bunch of bosses. And it's like, I like that. It's like, that's who I'm trying to get inspiration from. Yeah. That's the person who I can push. Do you have any mentors? Yeah, definitely. Who's the, who can you shout somebody out? Who's the um, man? A couple. <laughs> I say, yo, my boy Kang. Um, that was a mentor, Kang and G early. They're just like, I could go at them with anything. And they, they just view life differently than me. I'm, I'm such a dreamer. Like I'm mm-hmm. a fucking Gemini. I believe in that shit. Like <laughs> I know what I'm like. So they like really held me down. And like when I fucked up, they give me chances and it was cool. It was like, that guy and then my buddy ty who's the exact same age as me and it's like nah i look at him like jeez you know <laughs> yeah. so what, uh, and he looks at me the same way which is dope it's like we actually inspire each other i'm sure because he's like cool. i couldn't be he knows he couldn't come run my business yeah. you know and i couldn't go do his shit you know what was the hardest part about starting the business at first like um, was it was it funding was it like finding six location? years i fucking collected sneakers like Oh, because this was your closet, basically, that you you opened a store for. No, like, when I was like, yo, I'm just going to buy sneakers and for this. But, like, you got to understand, I was buying sneakers, and then all of a sudden, they're jumping in price. Like, that was early. I was, like, right at that fucking... You knew. Right at the tip. Yeah, you just seen it happening. You're like, holy shit, this is possible. So, all this stuff that I was already had is, like, going up in price. So, you're just like, this is awesome. So, then I started buying stuff out of the States... Then I met with Albert. He said he was down to go forward mm-hmm. with me. So I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Oh, so you have a partner at the store? No, that was, uh, he was just coming on as a manager. He okay. runs YYC Soldiers. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, um, I got you. Yeah, he. He you had know, the culture knowledge. Yeah, he was doing he was cleanings and paintings. And so it was just a good person to work with. Yeah. Um, And I don't know how, like, yeah, he was just a good worker. It was perfect. So. We're doing that. He had a clothing brand too, so I was able to put his mm-hmm. clothes in the shop. Just uh, it really worked out well. So when did so like you started buying sneakers for like six years? But when we were like, shit, I got a lot of sneakers. I need to open a store. I was like, it was those final like two years. So I sold. I had a house in Copperfield. Okay. And I sold that house. Oh, you tell me I'm so far away. That was like five minutes I know, from here. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Yo, trust. I tell everyone I'm like, oh, what the fuck. <laughs> but I actually made really good money on that house because of the. Um, the timing like Good. we spiked a little bit congrats yeah that's awesome and i know that's hard to do 
So we bought it for um, like two ninety nine, mm-hmm. and I sold it for three sixty nine. Awesome. So it was like sweet. I fucking imagine I took all that money. So I got an inheritance when I was eighteen, and I blew it on sneakers. Eighteen G's. But you didn't blow it at all. You collected data, bro. No, I literally wore all those sneakers. I just yeah, maybe I collect. That's a good idea. That's a good way to think of it. But so. I was just into sneakers. I like sneakers. Yeah, you're getting that data. Then I sold my house and imagine I spent all that money on sneakers. It was hilarious. 70 Gs. It well, you like, had built equity in it too. So you spent like 100 Gs on those sneakers. It was sneakers. like, yeah, it was crazy. So Worth I just it. was like, I had my whole buddy's basement, my whole condo, everything had sneakers in it. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I need to find a spot. But it's crazy. I didn't know what I was doing, right? Like I never yeah. opened a business. Like the totally. faults... The fucked up shit that happened and shit was unbelievable. And people don't even think about that. Tell me what kind of stuff. I make it look easy. Like just finding so the location. So people think it's easy. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, tell me from start to finish. No, right away I, I got an artist in there. I have a vision. The vision comes out. You found the like, spot right away? You were like, done, this is the spot? Yeah, 11th Ave. Yeah. Um, I'm with a realtor. I think she it's for lease again right now. That's his spot. No, it's called Spot Sexy. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Um... Your new spot's way doper. Yeah, 17th, man. Shout out. Uh, that's the guy I look up to is my landlord there. I just fell on a landlord who's just like the man. And it's awesome. Like, I could ask this guy anything. And he just, he has the answer. This guy way more Calgary than me. He's like where I get my underground Calgary shit. He'll Love be like, you know what's happening in 2030? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, like, he's got the info. He's at the meetings. He's at the... He's like, fuck, I got a meeting with Nancy right now. Fuck. That's you know, he's yeah, that guy. He's in it. Okay, so you get this artist in. Like, what kind of shit fucked up with the store? I really want to know. Okay, so I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like, I don't understand how the license works. I don't understand any of that shit. Right, you just rented the space now. So now I rented the space. So I'm learning everything as it's coming in, processing it. Like, okay, this is what I do next. This is what I do next. So when I open the next one, super fucking easy. <laughs> But this one was, like, dreadful. Do you need lawyers and stuff? So I'm, like, waiting for this license thing. And then my buddy who's building the desk and shit is way behind. Everyone's super behind. Like, I got three months build-out time. And then it's, like, still two months that I had to pay rent. Right. Um, An expensive-ass rent. Yeah. Like, I hurt. I spent all my money on sneakers. So now I'm, like, borrowing money. How much was that rent in that spot? Like, 5,400. Okay. Yeah. For, like, like, 900 square feet? Or how big was that spot? I had a big back. It was 1400 Okay, so that's pretty yeah, real. It's a good deal. Yeah. Every deal I got so far has been amazing. So, yeah. And it's just like, so I'm super behind. I lose all that money. The art's not what I wanted. Then oh. this chick tries to charge me a crazy amount. I'm like, oh my God. And I just like over-ordered product. Like, trust everything. Like, um, if people remember our paper bags that we did these mixed bags for cheap, it's because that's a product dump. That's like, yeah, fair enough. too much product. Let's fucking dump it. So, for so I got that shit right away, and I'm really good at marketing. So I got, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, we need to dump it. This is the move. Yeah, put we it sell in. like fucking eighty bags in a day. You know? Well, I love the mystery bag. Yeah, it's great. So a lot of people love it, dude. Great, like honestly, bro, I would we buy do mystery mis- boxes for even Christmas, and people do you? buy them. Man, you should have the mystery box all year round, and you should be like 20 a month mystery boxes, and one of those mystery boxes should have the hypest fucking that's a great limited idea. item, and those will sell out. Every, you'll have a waiting Dude, that's list for the boxes. That's an idea I never thought of. 
sick it's good to get those ones <laughs> yeah i love that because i don't know if you've seen the candles with the rings in them but like every one yeah. has like a 30 dollar ring in it but one in 500 has like a five thousand dollar ring in it it's amazing oh dude what a good idea for for your shit that's so cool the the, the hype people will be buying them from around the world just to get the buy because that's the one thing as long as they're hype from the start too and right then, yeah because you said you're not online but that could be the one thing that like so now we're we're working on online now do you make content like I know you make music, but like, do you have videos? Is we there, did like, like stuff sneaker going on? reviews back in the day. I saw the sneaker reviews actually. The sneaker reviews were good and they were pretty consistent, and then they just disappeared. Yeah, it, they cost a lot of money, man. Bro, I can do them for you for like next to nothing. I pitch yeah. this all the time. I just like, um, after a while, like the stores are going, and I'm in the background, and I'm the buyer. Yeah, but I'm not there. It's not, it's not on you to you be know? the content guy, but I think people would love it. I feel like it is on me because, like, I made that, you know, motherfuckers were saying my catchphrases for, like, it was just happening. I was in Edmonton. You'd hear fucking someone yell, they line, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, everybody. So, I know they, when I was on it all the time, like, people were down. Yeah, man. And you've seen DJ Khaled blow up like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, fuck, we went to, like, 5,000 followers like that. And we've done, like, we built an 11th av account to 5,000. Then it got deleted. Oh, shit. And then we built another one to, like, 4,600. Then I sold it. And then we built this new one now to 5,000. And, you know, we never buy shit. We never fucking, we ain't like that. Yeah, that's a lot of followers. That's not, the yeah. organic 5,000 is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And over nice and over to, again. I know. It's crazy. It's but the content, right? It's taken me a year to get to 2,000. I think I'm going to get to 2,000 today. Which is like a big day. I'm pretty excited Amazing. about it. Yo, I'm glad I'm part of this. It'll, we're probably I'll make there. sure I post it. Yeah. <laughs> Things have been cool. I've been able to diversify and like start writing and just partnered with this cool uh, content. Actually, it'd be a cool thing for you to bring you into the loop with those guys just so you can... They're called Respect My Region. It's a hip-hop brand and media uh conglomerate but they I like that name are, respect my reason yeah because yeah, you're about the you're about it and so, so you know we can do a piece because i'm going to be writing for them now i'm going to have a column with them but they're hip-hop focused but they write about cannabis constantly okay uh, because that's like their double niche yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna be the Canadian guy with a column and doing content. So we're definitely gonna do like a little, uh, a little feature, a little, a little splash. Because because a lot of their uh, following is that <clears throat> culture that you again curate uh, in your store with 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 the fashion. Yep. So I'm into that. Stoked. It's cool. I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> what would you do? Okay, so what's you're going out for lunch? You're going out at eleven o'clock. Give me a, and you're gonna be home for midnight. What's like? What's your day in Calgary? What's the dopest day you would do? Um, my favorite shit. Like, let's say, fuck, it's all over the place. My days are so different every day. But what I've been liking is like, uh, I went to a video shoot for uh, one of Frenzy's videos. Okay. So Frenzy, director Frenzy, he's making big videos right now. Like that's another name watch for. Like maybe people don't know directors like that, but they know director x they know all these guys he's good and he's getting better and he's got links to a lot of shit so it's just it's amazing so i went to one he did a full bank robbery that's cool you know and that's what i was doing in my day was like smoking blunts chilling at the shit helping them out wherever they need me um i don't mind going to be a part of something and just to be a part of it like why not go help build 
Yeah, that's cool. You know? Where they were shooting that at the bank, right? Like or the yeah. bank in Barron or what is it called now? It's a bar now, right? But it was the old bank nightclub. I think it is the bank in Barron. It's called. Yeah, the bank in Barron, and they got the bank downstairs. That's yeah. a, I, I I actually first time I went down there, I was like, this would be a dope place for a video shoot. Yeah, and he pulled it. That's awesome. That's for you. Yo, wicked water. <clears throat> water, straight, yeah. straight water. Sorry, I kind of hit it. No from problem. You. Appreciate it. I think I might. So have yeah, to. like something like that's really dope for me. I've been doing a lot more. Where would you go more. for lunch after after the video shoot? Um. Did you eat at the Bank and Baron? They got a pretty good I did. list. I did, actually. How was it? It wasn't bad. It was really... I liked it. Would you send people there I think they again? said I didn't pay my bill, and that pissed me off, because I paid my bill. Oh, that would piss me off, too. Yeah, so Frenzy hit me up, like, yo, they said you didn't pay your bill. I was like, but I did. I even broke a fucking 20 to tip this chick. An extra 20. Because oh. it was like 17.30 or something. Yeah. And so you I didn't want to just give a 20. Why? That would have been totally appropriate. I don't know. I kind of nice. I, I talked about this on a pot or on an Instagram live this morning with my buddy Gastown Dave, and I said I don't really like uh, I don't really like tipping. Like, <laughs> like yo, how often do you get tipped? I don't, but that's what I mean. I don't. I worked get, in like, but I'm in the service industry. I still. worked in kitchens, right? I don't. So get, if but, those people ain't getting tipped, we ain't getting tipped, and like the back of the house needs those tips. Well, now that minimum wage is fifteen bucks. <clears throat> It's interesting because the back of the house, you're only getting like a buck an hour. Like for some reason, they like break it down and they're like, okay, the kitchen only gets X amount, but the front of house gets to bankroll yeah, yeah. everything. Um, so if they just well, they have to pump their lips. I would. You know? I wish they would. Just pay, I wish they would. <laughs> they pay need the that three hundred bucks to get injections. The kitchen. <laughs> the kitchen guy should be paid twenty bucks an hour, and that chick out front is doing a pretty like. Unless you're like a uh, like a a professional fine dining server. I don't know if I uh, support, like, giving you a huge tip. And then, especially if this chick can't even remember that you, like, broke money with her to pay her. Yeah, yeah, she's sleeping for sure. Yeah, come on. Extra sleeping. Okay, we're not sending anybody back to the bank in Barron. I don't sell liquor anymore, so I get to have these opinions now. I like that spot, though. It's amazing. It's actually beautiful. If you're going for, like, a football game and shit, no one was there. It wasn't even that busy. Yeah, I would say What a great place to go watch a football game. Do you want to go watch a football game where nobody is, though? Yeah. I would. Rather... I want to be loud and cheer and be a fuck. Like... I want to be around people, though, that are loud and cheering and be a fuck with them. Yeah, maybe a couple people, but that's what I... There was some people there. Okay, okay. But... Did you watch the I Super did... Bowl? Yeah. How boring was that shit? It was pretty bad. <laughs> Boo. I was like, come on. And then halftime wasn't even what I expected. Like, when bro, dude... halftime when I was young, like, I feel like it was the greatest moment ever. When you know Destiny's what? Child came out a few years ago, with Yo, there was the one time when like it was like Nelly, fucking InSync, Aerosmith, bro. That's like legendary. That to me is legendary. That's the <clears throat> that's best the shit Super ever. Bowl halftime show. Adam Levine with his shirt off singing backup with Big Boy. Uh, I like it. Yo, I called it. I'm like, Big Boy's gonna come up play it. I like the way you move. I'm like, Sleepy Brown's half that track. He better be with him. Sleepy Brown's out there. I'll that was awkward, cool. though, but Sleepy Brown and Adam Levine singing together yeah. was real. That was a cringeworthy moment. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't need it. No, I didn't need it either. It was, yeah. ooh, ee, ah, I don't know why I'm not like the biggest Adam Levine Well, when his shirt was off, fan. I was like not into that. I was Brett like, was saying that it looked like he was wearing like a shitty like tattoo shirt t- yeah yeah exactly. with his fucking lame california i was like this is this is really kind of 
gay. I, I remember watching Janet Jackson live, like the nipple slip, yeah, which was moment. totally planned with that star and everything. Yeah. And then I was like, can I have you naked by the end of this? <laughs> and then I'm watching Adam Levine, like gyrate shirtless. And I was like, this is fucking awkward. The world's changed. It, no, it was cringe worthy. Fuck you, 2019. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, the NFL was getting uh, obviously a lot of flack over everything. Well, their viewership is massively down. Yeah, it's funny that it took... It's like this guy took the knee for something. It's like the NFL. You know what? I mean? It's a weird thing to me. Right? The like, whole idea that one dude doesn't want to stand for the national anthem. Pisses. Like, What about all these other leagues? What about everything else in life? Well, Why are we focused? Have you seen how intense Americans are, though, about anything? Like, I watched the State of the Union address. <laughs> bro was that? i heard trump's amazing <laughs> dude the guy is such a fucking moron he said that my buddy was telling me that he said something and got a bunch of cheers and looked back at the camera like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what he used to do but you know what everything every everything everybody cheers for these people he basically just says yeah america is it's beautiful okay and then i heard uh, someone on cbc i was like riding i was driving so i was listening to cbc and they're putting in the oh they all just stand up every time he says something you basically say seven words and then everybody in the crowd stand, but they, of but they stand up. They all, they do a standing ovation every time. And it's like, it's just brutal. But there's one part where uh, he was talking about bipartisanship and it's a meme now. And he's like, we all need to come to work together. And uh, Nancy Pelosi, because the Democrats are, lead the, lead the house. She's sit, sitting right behind him. And yeah. she's, uh, Patton Oswalt said it best, and he said Nancy Pelosi just invented the "fuck you" clap, and he, she's basically clapping <laughs> in his face like this, and he looks back at her, and she's going like this. It's it's just it's amazing. It's absolutely gold. I put it on my Instagram story. I'm going to show you right now. I feel so. like I don't know enough, and I'm sure as fuck not trusting what the media is saying to know enough about this guy. You know what I mean? Like oh. I, obviously his Twitter is his Twitter. I feel like I've done my research. Um, He's a bad dude. This it's is like, uh, this is Harry clapping at him. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah like fuck you, motherfucker. That's crazy. Well, he she says he says some fucked up shit about her. Like he's, oh, like if he doesn't like you, he's saying it for sure. He isn't. He is the most normal person president that we've ever seen. Yeah, that's why he got in. But now his approval rating's the lowest of any president ever yeah because do you want someone normal running it or do you want elon musk running it you know you want elon well i think what's what's cool about the idea is that it wakes everybody up to politics and it makes normal people for sure uh, i always agreed that the country is a business but you have to treat your employees amazing so no matter what the country's a business like we're all in a fucking business like you can't not make money right well that's what taxes are it's impossible you can't not make money like yeah you fall out of vagina on a fucking planet you know it's a really weird concept to me but figure out how to fucking hustle you have to make money or you're fucked so him i thought he's not even the best businessman he sued the city of new york so that he didn't have to pay taxes on all his real estate things it's like crazy you know what i mean but from a country standpoint, if you, you have to fuck over other countries, that's the business, right? And people, I like business when both sides win. I think that's good business. That's Everybody what you eats want. business, yeah. I love that. That's my goal in life. But for a country, I don't know, man. They like, man, they're the mafia. 
The U.S. is the mob. I think you're going to get... I think what's going to happen with the 2020 election is you're going to see the Dems come in and you're going to see this very pivotal shift in American democracy where socialism is like rapidly adapted and you may actually see the ideas of of like universal health care, free health care, and free education. And get rid of capitalism. Well, capitalism's not going anywhere, but I like, I love the idea of taxing billionaires of course i don't know if you've seen these new things elizabeth warren and alicia cortez um have uh put these bills out it's like if you have more more than x amount of dollars in your bank account over a billion bucks we're going to tax you at this rate until you fall below the 200 million dollar rate um because your you your your country should be able to have all these things like why does such a small population control all of the wealth so it and if you make more than whatever 250 million dollars a year you're gonna like eat it in tax like they're gonna take 200 million bucks from you but is that such a ridiculous concept that even as a millionaire all the millionaires should almost kind of level out like there's still an opportunity to work really hard it's just if you're making billions of bucks everybody else is going to eat too. And and we're not talking like everybody gets a fucking mansion or like people are going to get a three-car garage house. It's like as simple as if we tax this 1%, these billionaires, like the 0.01%, um, then people can fucking get blood transfusions or like not uh, have to declare bankruptcy because they need dialysis. Yeah, these billionaires could be healthcare. Right. <laughs> they could straight up if they wanted to. And that's the fucked up thing that nobody has created like free health care on their wealth because it's totally doable. Well, and we need the money transfer. The thing is, by outlawing some of these, like think of every holiday. What is a holiday? It's a sugar industry. Right. Push. Yeah. You know? It's a marketing campaign. It's just sugar. It's like literally the things causing us the worst uh issues what an interesting it idea holidays are to push to sugar all the time well think about it. halloween valentine's day easter. easter christmas um fucking everyone like you know what yeah, I mean? even canada day and july the 4th are like barbecue and drink beer yeah. sugar yeah everything's sugar right and that's like such a crazy big industry that we need the thing is when you take away something everyone's worried like oh all these jobs lost blah 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 I was like, nah, like, it's like water. You take away a little bit of water, it fills back in. People spend their money on different shit. Mm -hmm. These people may not have a lot of it right now, but it's just, it transfers. Like, if we could push away from the sugar industry, um, a lot of these big industries, they're the fucking huge billionaires, and they're just a shitty, it's not an ethical business. Coca-Cola is just so destructive. There's a book. Yeah, why is that NBA? Yo, bro, I lost, I used to be such a, I only, I grew up on Coca-Cola. I grew up on like that's what you drank when you're thirsty. Yo, you. Yes, I didn't know any better. Cause <laughs> yeah, because you're poor and you drink. There's four cases for ten bucks. Yeah, man, it's cheap. It's cheaper than buying bottled water sometimes. Yeah. So I would just fucking. Crush I just it. grew up on Coke. I drink. Oh, I'm so thirsty all the time. You know, drinking twelve a day. I lost teeth. Like Coca-Cola owes me teeth for sure. Like no matter. Like maybe I won't sue them, but I should. <laughs> right. We're because coming after they, you. They Coke. owe me fucking teeth. And why the fuck are you sponsoring NBA? Why are you sponsoring all this shit? Like when you're a fucked up company. And they go in bankrupt communities, and they're like a super collectible item. And it's totally okay to give a kid a Coca Cola. Mm -hmm. Yet you can literally like clean pennies in yeah. the same stuff. When I quit smoking, I started drinking Coca Cola for that hard hit. 
and yeah, uh, like when it hits the back of your throat there's things i can't eat without coca-cola like i'm not eating chinese without coca-cola it just doesn't happen that's fair ever you know and that's fine i'll drink it for that time but it shouldn't be pushed on us so heavy and like we shouldn't walk up to gas stations and there's chocolate everywhere it's like right. why the fuck is all that right there i'm trying to pay for gas man leave me alone well you go into a gas station two for one for nine the pop cooler right like how much fucking sugary drinks there's four five six lit up mega coolers and then there's one with four different kinds of water in it yeah and it's like, like i'm a huge sparkling water like that's all i drink is pellegrino, pellegrino is perrier oh i should have Montclair, busted one of those fucking, i'm sorry no worries. I got it. I'm drinking some still. It's fine. I uh, usually ask sparkling or still. Sleeping. Yeah, I'm asleep at the wheel here. <laughs> Cannabis sommelier. Who is this guy? But yeah, the pop section is fucked. The whole um, man, it's really fucked up. No, they're willing. They're willing to give it to you. But it's crazy to think that like the mocktail I made for you. You know, at some place they'd charge you like twelve or fourteen bucks for one of these because I like yeah. handcrafted the beverage in front of you. Yeah, they're like that's a. The it's fancy so one, some national. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What you got? I don't know. I'm looking at my. I'm looking at my. Li- I made a list for the first time ever, and I feel like <laughs> I. I feel like I shouldn't have made the list because uh, we didn't talk about any of it. <laughs> well, no, we talked about most of it, but you know, most of it always comes up organically. Like for I, sure, you just start talking. I like to just like get to. I'm like the beers with buds is all about getting to know you as yeah. a person, and like I feel like I'm trying to find authentic, real people that just have like a story to tell. I feel like everybody that's coming on the show is a good entrepreneur, knows their hustle, and what I'm really realizing is that the people that are making it are authentic to themselves and they know who they are one self-awareness seems to be a fucking superpower uh two they know their idea and they know what they want to do and they just fucking do it just go ahead full send no breaks the whole thing is you're a lot of people travel in uh the wrong triangle this may not make sense but if life's like a triangle like our lives so I try to be where I'm a conqueror. I just, problems come up, you deal with them, and you keep your goal in mind. Mm -hmm. You keep pushing forward. You don't let that shit break you, right? A lot of people live in, like, where there's a victim. Tons of people live in this way of life. There's a victim, someone who's always like, poor me, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is happening, this is happening. Then there's a rescuer, where it's like... They're always trying to rescue the victim. And then there's a bully who's always telling the victim, like, you suck. What the fuck's wrong with you? Da, da, da. But a lot of people live in this triangle where they're, you know, if you're a rescuer. Like, let's say your friend hits you up, says, oh, man, today I worked. Fucking this happened and this happened. They're just trying to tell you a story. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not asking for you to rescue them. How many people will come back with that story and say, oh, well, you should do this and this, you know? Yeah, almost everybody. Yeah, almost everybody. That's Interesting. Fucked up. That's We're just a- talking, man. We didn't ask you for help. If someone, and that's where I'll get offended because someone will mm. be like, oh, you should do this. Bro, you just gave me some sick relationship advice right there. like. Yeah, and it's a, so I went to counseling to learn this, right? The whole thing came from me trying to become self-aware. Because I knew that's something you have to become self-aware. Like sometimes you look back at your parents and you're like, "Wait, they raised me. 
I probably have every trait that these guys have. Yeah, your parents fuck you up. It's all yeah, on them. It's for like sure. it's like their fault if it you're is, fucked up. You know? And um but then you need to be like, wait, okay, so they did this and this. So obviously I have these issues. You gotta get to those underlying problems. Oddly enough, cocaine is what led me to my underlying problems. Hey, that's okay. It Whatever was like it all of a sudden you get dark, right? And you start <laughs> thinking, talking about weird shit on Coke. So mm-hmm. that's what happened and I found out a lot of shit. So that triangle, like yeah, so if they're responding like that, and then a lot of people will fall on the rescuer and be like, oh, okay, and then you start looking to the rescuer, and the person's rescuing you and rescuing, and the problem is when the rescuer gets sick of wrestling or rescuing, that's when they use it against you, and they'll become the bully. Oh, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, but it's just like a weird, like the rescuer is no better than the victim. You know, they think they're the the better one. They think they're, oh, well, I did all this for you. But it's like, nah, they didn't ask for that. They didn't fucking, if they ask you for help, it's different. And that's where it's like setting the boundaries. What you really need to do when people are saying, this happened to me, if you know the answer, ask them a question so they come up with the answer. That's the key. So like you would say something to me, like, I don't know, what's a complaint? Man, I work too much. Okay, so a lot of people will be like, well, stop working so much. <laughs> and it's like, um, when I could be like, uh, well, for work, how is your time structured? Yeah. You know, you just ask a question. Like if, and then I, I can find the answer and why I think I work too much. Or where, yeah, exactly. where I'm fucking if up. If I know time. the answer. You yeah. Know? And a lot of people will try to come up with advice when they don't even know the answer. And that comes back to that point where it's like, you don't fucking know. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yo, that you ain't got the answer sway. It's like, yeah, you don't. That's exactly why Ye went off. You ain't got the answer sway. You ain't got the answer sway. I've been doing this more than you. You ain't got the answer sway. It's because, nah, Ye's out there doing it. And then Sway is saying, you should do this. And it's like, what? He got so offended. Yeah, fucking you, Sway. Yeah, you ain't got the answer, Sway. Well, I think that's a sick example because uh, Sway doesn't do much more than his radio show. Like, I know he ag- the stuff's aggregated onto YouTube, but it's not done well. He doesn't make the right micro content. He's never branched out and shown any of his own chops. Like, it's, it's true. A, it's an interesting idea. But he, yeah, exactly. So how the fuck are you going to tell Kanye what to do who just spent, went in debt, like, I couldn't imagine the frustration he felt when he said that. Like, I, I've been in that moment. Yeah. But he must have been like, yo, I spent like $40 million in debt learning about this. And you're going to tell me what to do? Shut the fuck up, man. You ain't got the answers. Yeah, I spent everything I had doing this. And people thought Ye was crazy for that. They look at him like, oh, what the fuck? He's an asshole. How you got to lose. That? No, you got to lose. If you want to win, yeah. you got to be okay with losing. And you got to be self-aware enough to understand. Ye always taught me to, lose. like, to not... Um, be scared to look foolish. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Be you your know? own person. Well, I think that I think that resonates true with your shit. Like the store itself, people didn't see that becoming the culture it is now. And I uh, I love Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you ever listen to him. Yeah. Okay. But he says hip hop rules the world. And so. I think you saw it ahead of time, and you're like, yeah, it does. It did. It ruled my world. It, it rules everything around me too. You know, you know I got a I got a nine a... tattoo and a Wu Tang tattoo. Like I wear it on me every day. I, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, but, you get it. <laughs> but it's not that culture anymore because I'm not embedded in 
the new and the hip. But that was a time in your life where it was like those were your guys, you know? Yeah. Like that's your. And then I got to open for Souls of Mischief. That's amazing. After getting the tattoo. Holy shit! Hanging out with Opio Festo A plus smoking. So you blunt. manifested that. That's like. <laughs> Honestly, anything you put out to the world it will come, come back. back to you. Yeah. It that's will. Hundred percent. If you. People are just fucking lazy. I talk about it all the time. People are super lazy and and don't want to put in the work. You talked about it earlier. You can shoot the shit. You can fucking say whatever you want to say. But unless you're willing to put in the time, the effort, the work, like... You don't have the answers. (laughs) Yeah, you don't don't know, Sway. You don't know, Sway. I've been doing this more than you. When he said that part, I was like, yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm trying to do 500 pieces of content this year. Yeah, that's a wicked... See, the fact you have a goal. So now as you go through your year and shit happens, you just deal with it. Mm -hmm. Bro, in Jamaica, no problems, only situations. Like, what a beautiful saying. No problems, only situations? Dude. No, no problems, only situations. As we're broke down on a fucking bus in the middle of this town... Yo, they literally rigged up a fucking shoelace and the chick had to be at the back of the bus... And she'd like, pull! And they'd pull the shoelace and it switch gears. It Bro, was it was buck. That's it was legit. Buck. And that's what she told me. No problems, only situations. And we got through it and we got back to our resort. I get married in Jamaica this year. Oh, and I, act, I I really want that to be rode into my wedding. Get it, man. That's, yo, they... Bro, over there is like no. I'm amazing. saving it for my vows. To be honest, no problems, as they say in Jamaica. There's no no problems, problems, only, only situations. situations. I love it. Then the situation just comes out. <laughs> Mike walks in. Baby. I should make that shit. No problems, only, and then put him at the bottom. That's a good idea. <laughs> Done. Holy what a shit. great one. That is a good one. That's cool. You get married there. It's the spot. Um, I love it. Obviously, you can burn. We want to um, do a cannabis. Yeah, they smoke the weed, man. If you work your way up the chart, say nah. I just want better weed. Just bring me better stuff. I know. Well, the world has changed now. It's interesting because I'm the cannabis sommelier. Oh yeah. Uh, and there's I, you know, I'm I'm doing business with people. Yeah. And so I'm meeting people, and they're like, "Where you get married, Jamaica?" Like, you know, they're like inviting me down. They're like, "Do you want to go and meet the people before you get married?" I'm like, "Well, I don't have that much money." Um. But they're like, don't worry, I'll take care of everything for you. Oh, and these are like, wow. you know, big cannabis guys. So I can only assume that it's going to be... Uh, well, oh, that'd be great. You don't want to disappoint the cannabis sommelier. It's, I, I feel like I say it all the time, but my dad said it best. He's like, if I didn't know any better, the cannabis sommelier is the best scam I've ever heard of. Because <laughs> <laughs> people just give you... Yeah, they're like, oh, what do you think of it? And I'm like, please, I would love to tell you. And then yeah. you end up with just... Free shit. I brought shit today. Yeah, man. I'm going to have a dab of it right now. Like, yo, you, you want to do... Let's try these diamonds. Yeah, let's try the diamonds out. These look good. I'm down. They were a good price. And I think they look great, nice and chunky. And you know what's interesting? Like you were saying the price of these... Well, uh, I, I don't know if I want to say it cost, but I guess at retail, they're probably around 40 Um, But before... A product that looked like this in this type of jar probably would have been 90? sitting around, yeah, 80, 70, yeah, 80, 90. For sure. And so now with uh, with extracts being illegal in Canada, the the market is almost like plummeting because the cannabis price is plummeting. Yeah. So these people with all the equipment are able to ascertain more cannabis and better cannabis at a cheaper price. And that's just like, well, what's Dives that? down the price. But so I keep talking about this. And while I take a dab, maybe you can tell me your thoughts. 
I'm going to be the first person to sell a thousand dollar gram. Okay. Hunt, like we got some stuff to talk about after the podcast, but uh, I'm going to be the first person to sell a thousand dollar gram. I think that's amazing. I don't know how the fuck that plant must have like grown out of Jennifer Lopez's ass or something. You get it though. <laughs> it has to be a special plant. It it's got to be, be a super special. special. Yeah, thousand dollar gram. That's got to be like you want to know who would buy it too is Snoop. Yeah, um, but I don't think it's one individual nug. I think it's a. I think it's an essential oil. I have an example on my desk that I'm going to show you in two seconds. That I think, with a better packaging and better like uh, explanation of what it is, could be the thousand dollar gram. Amazing. I'm going to take this dab first. Up. Well, I'll show you it while I while this heats up. Uh, you can probably, if you hit the right region of the world, too. Different oh, prices. Yeah, clean yours out. Thousand uh, okay. bucks in Canada. Yeah. Oh, I cleaned it. Don't worry. It's all good. I yeah, I, I took care of it. I'm going to show you the thousand dollar gram. Thousand dollar. Okay, so this is... uh got to touch it. It's from... So you, we were talking about T-Core earlier, Tom Cruise. Um, so this is the lemon cookies. This was grown by, at, at, in a legal grow high cannabinoid wizard stick with the terpene sauce. What the fuck? So just imagine this, though, in like a much nicer packaging. Yeah. And then the wizard stick is... This is a, a rod of THCA that was mechanically separated. So imagine this in like a maybe a gold sleeve or something. My, oh, my God. dad's going. Uh, yeah. So imagine it in like a gold sleeve. And then this is a the terpene fraction. This is the sauce. And you dip it into the sauce. Okay. And then this is its own dabber. My God. So you just burn off enough of the THC with the dab. Yeah. And then you take and then you pull it back. And maybe you're, you know, it's in a straw right now. But maybe it's a... Uh, Maybe it's in a, um, like a retractable thing. I don't know. You could create like a golden Smoking syringe. $1,000 grams. Sound nice. Right? <laughs> Smoking $1,000 grams on the gram. Yeah, you know it. I'm like, damn. Whew. Just for me, not my mans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Y'all a can hit. get your fucking own. I, got to, I, got to I smoke m- this shit all alone. Straight to the dome, homo loma, Macaulay coke, and you don't need that coke. I ain't joking, no provoking when I get it high. What what I love about rappers is like that everybody has a different flow they go to, right? Like I know my freestyling is always like that, you know. And you're like a faster. It, um, it depends. It depends on the beat, how I'm feeling. I don't know. I love freestyle rapping so much. That's my, fucking awesome. I always wanted to do King of the Dot stuff. Yeah, but I was just like. I just never. Yeah, did so it. we're talking King of the Dot. I don't really. I don't work with. Um, I kick a couple of ideas once in a while. I've been talking to Pat Stay actually a lot. Oh, I love Pat Stay. He was my favorite in King of the Dot. Yeah, he's super dope. Like super ruthless. Super down to earth. Like we just. I don't know. We chop it up. I'm trying to do something. He wants to do a compliment battle. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to get it for Stampede. I'd love to see it in the tent, like 7 p.m. kind of thing instead of like. Uh, you know what I mean? Not a full nighttime thing, but the tent's kind of packed on Stampede on a weekend. Yeah. Do a compliment battle, him versus DNA. Pat Stabad did a compliment battle. I'm thinking about, I can't even remember the battle, but it was so ruthless. Well, he's amazing. Kick your retarded brother down the stairs. Yeah, in his he didn't give a fuck. Oh, man, it was so good. Like, he made me want to be a mean freestyle rapper. First time on Metal, <laughs> man. It was hilarious. He actually rolled up. He was wearing the fucking... Uh, the boots from Back to the Future, the shoes from Back to the Future, the moon shoes, but from the like the Nikes, 
when oh, he like legit. but the ones from the costume not the fucking actual oh, the ones. ones they released like a <laughs> so i was like laughing you know and he had like the hat with the turny thing on top he's hilarious uh he made it in my music video for we coming um you got some music videos i've never seen the music videos yeah i got we coming i did uh i got wake up coming out right away uh that track wake up oh really good yeah, that'll be sam good walker's one. actually in it starring in it and then i put out uh a video with half cut uh and brayden called running in running in my shoes <laughs> i don't know how i forgot that bro i gotta well i gotta i got a track i really want to do a music video for it. oh I'll, I'll set it up for you here i'll do it all okay let's get it and i'll play you the uh i'll play you the cannabis sommelier freestyle while i while i uh perfect set it up for you i got um another video we're just working on with make one he's a feature i did for him that i fucking like a lot (laughs) i've been listening to it a lot where's my uh man my library is getting so cluttered because all this stuff's ending up in into itunes i'm like i just want to hear me do you have women listen to this this podcast? podcast i'm sure the podcast actually gets a lot more listeners than i thought the track, uh, she ain't like that. Yo, my SoundCloud, The King of Calgary. My YouTube, The King of Calgary. Yeah, go check it out. My Instagram, The King of Calgary. Okay, what's that name? The Somalian Freestyle. The Somalia Freestyle. <laughs> hey. 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 Cheers. Hey. And I'm Blaze. Hey. <laughs> Smoking on a backwood Russian cream and I do it for my team because I'm always looking out for the cream. I got to hook you up with the Russian cream as soon as you came in. You did. So I'm not Appreciate lying. It. Yo, this guy had the woods on deck packs. Do you sell them? Uh, I mean. To the homies. To the homies. When they need them. They donate, you know? Hooker yeah. Style. Donations. <laughs> What's your name? The cannabis. What? Somali Hey. What's my name? What's my name? There we go. Okay, we'll go for one more verse. Ah. Ah. And I'm always smoking on that good shit. Ooh. You don't know how I roll it, cause I roll it so tight. We Was smoking gorilla Sorry. fingers of GG4 all night. <coughs> this is uh the diamonds you brought. We don't sip lean. <coughs> oh, we'll let it play. We're gonna let it play. I know, I'm sure everybody in the thing can't hear it. They can probably just hear like the little clicks in the back. No, the, the mics are pretty good. Cannabis <coughs> sommelier and every day I blaze. Don't even forget my name because it started as DFANGZ. Ah! That's my, you're sitting in front of my album. I released an album in 2014. I'm gonna turn it down now. Yeah, it's a heat. It's a heater. I'm gonna let it in play. In 2014. Yeah, I released an album in 2014. Uh, that was like trap music and house music. Okay. But, n- but now I really want to get back into like the whole music thing. I think it'd be. Uh, I think it'd be an absolute blast. Just um, <coughs> everything that I do in music, or in uh, with the cannabis sommelier, is everything I learned from music and where I failed. Like there was a lot of um, opportunity. I talk about consistency a lot and authenticity. I wish I'd just yeah. been more consistent with my authentic music, and that would have made me 
You, yeah, man. It's music's like, hard. Music's hard. Yeah, yeah. Music, man, you never know who will like you. Like, there's artists that I think are trash that people like them. Yeah. It's just fair. like, man, every music's so all over. I could play a song for someone and get mad that they don't like it because in my head I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, can don't. we even be friends? Like, how do you not like this song? You don't like the track? And it's just like, because songs are personal. And songs are, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, I hate when they diss it. They'll be like, oh, and, you know, I don't like it. And it's oh, like, that chaps my ass. If I'm going to show you a track, yeah, yeah. listen like, to it. Listen to it at least. That's the thing, too. They'll start talking. Yeah. It's so funny. We're just at, I have a podcast, too, called The King of Cobra, and we're doing the intro music, and I give a song suggestion. It plays for, like, fucking four seconds right away they're like oh well we can't use it for copyright and then this guy's talking and i'm like i'm like yo everyone shut the fuck up man i'm trying to hear the track listen to the song and then tell me like what the fuck are you doing yeah thanks you know you're trying to just like i'm not uh, showing you the copyright infringement track i'm yeah i'm showing them a super underground track that no one's gonna fucking know that yeah that's uh i wrote this tv show with uh I came up with the concept and then hired writers, uh, Sterling Scott and Brett. So okay. we got this show, Ghost Writers, that we're um, working on. And now we've been making all these links. Uh, so shit's popping. It's fucking awesome. I've yeah. actually been doing outfits for Tory Lane's brother is uh, Hollywood Sos. Okay. And it's actually his older brother. Like, um, But he, you know, that Lane's there, you know? They that give them that sentence of, makes no sense. You're doing outfits for them, like you're you're like, like curating uh, the the fashion that they wear in their show. In the music videos. In the mu- oh, so you choose the outfits. Well, I've been just bringing him pieces that I think are dope. Okay, and, and then, then they've just been using them in different spots. That's cool, bro. But I've had stuff I've created that he wore in this one video, Mill in the Mill, and it's crazy. It's just like I can't wait for this shit to drop. That's super cool. Yeah, and it's like a piece that I made, <clears throat> that I got made, my idea. You know, I'm working with NRT Fashions right now on real, real cool shit, and reworked, which is another. Um, I don't even want to tell people about these. Yeah, <laughs> there's some stuff you want to keep secret. It feels bad. You want to I promo know. the homies, but you want to keep them secret at the same right. time. Stash it close. It'd be like, y'all, make sure you get bread. Just chill. You what's, don't have so to what's the plan for 2019? Tell me how the empire takes over. How's the kingdom expand? Um, Calgary. We're in, so we signed for a year at Chinook, uh, the entire year of 2019. Huge. Putting the 26 Dover bus stop in there uh, to really push 26 Dover to start manufacturing our own clothes so we don't have to rely on like gilding and shit. And man, I want this to be the uh, bigger LexFest. Anyone want to come? LexFest is something we do for free on the lawn of Lex once uh, every night, 10 o'clock at Stampede, during Stampede. Awesome. We're steps away from Stampede. So we want to bring a, a real big special guest for that. That'd be cool. Um, Didn't you just brew a collab beer with Wild Rose? I did. What's up with that? Because you don't drink. Tell me about the brewery collab because that's cool. Yo, and I'm yourself. the first like person they did it. Like They've done it with other breweries. But and they do this thing where you can go in and actually brew a beer with them, um, and take it home and like do this party thing. But this was like the first like collab thing or whatever. It's cool. Um, they just came in, man. The uh, the owner came in the shop, seen Chinook, 
was like, fuck, man, we'd love to work with you guys, da-da-da. Turns out when I go there, it's this guy, Josh. Since then, we've done so much work together, like me and Wild Rose already. What? Because it's just like, I know the guys, and like they were doing a podcast, actually. <laughs> so I got on theirs, and then Josh got on this other one, and it's just crazy. We did the beer. We gave Josh an idea that, so now Wild Rose is doing this idea. You, you like don't want to say it i feel it. your eyes you got excited about i know it's it. good i know it's a money maker i know i'll be in their graces for a little bit yeah let's do an event with them let's do they a have cannabis the greatest thing um event center right in the back it's amazing it's like yeah. for small in wild rose which is in the uh I'm curry like, barracks yeah it's in the af 23 hangar it's got yeah, my initials andrew so friedman dope. 23 that's awesome that room's pretty cheap too um and I used to sell wine in there because oh. they only have one white wine. Yeah, yeah. So, they, um, yeah, that room's, a, he, man, yeah. They're going to move I soon. can get the link on it, too. Like, he doesn't. Yeah, it's, I can't do can, any cannabis events inside of a licensed space. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But you could, like, do educational seminars. So, like, I started the, the networking group. It's good to know that that's what you're looking for, though, because I, I do have people and friends with. With spaces. With spaces. Awesome. So I got a networking group every Friday. You want to know one of my cool ideas is the Airbnb yeah, yeah. Where for pop-ups. Dude, so. uh, yeah, I use this one called This Open Space right now. Yeah. And But it doesn't have residential spaces on it. It just has commercial spaces. Some of them are flex residential and commercial, which is really dope. Like, that's like the ultimate yeah. opportunity. Oh, but there is one with commercial spaces. Yeah. This, oh, it's sick. called This Open Space. That's it's, sick. And they're operating in a few cities. It's pretty cool. Are they in Calgary? Um, I don't think they're running in Calgary yet. I thought they I, need to do that. We have the most open space. I was going to use them in Vancouver. Well, this is something that I'm looking for. Is like I want to be able to do pop-ups in Montreal. Yeah, how do like, you find... I can find those spaces for you. How do we find pop-ups in Calgary? Like, how do we find the space in Calgary? Do you know the spaces? Well, yeah, I know. My realtor is a... Oh, works for a huge company, right? Yeah, right. Um, And you could just rent a place that's like for sale or for lease for a night. Well, I think it should be like an Airbnb. You just look it up. And it's like whatever's available is available. You can book it for how many days you want. Yeah, they can do pop-ups anytime. I bet if you build a platform in Calgary right now, it would crush you, can, it. you can sell it to one of these bigger guys that they're yeah. doing in improving Fuck, the concept in different spaces. It'd be pretty easy. Yeah, I don't know any like people who build apps, but it could be a website just like Remfaster. Bro, Fiverr.com, go on there. Yeah. You'll get an app built for you for like 100 bucks. See, we should have met a long time ago. I got ideas. You got lanes. We could get rich, man. I'm down for everyone to make money. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to get rich with you, dude. All, all, all I need is somebody that believes in me just a little, and I got a million ideas. Yeah, and I feel the same way. Like, you're just obviously creative. Yeah, just go in. Good partners are hard to find. For but, sure. But when you find the right people, it's super exciting. It's, bro, I call them game changers, man. You, you meet these people that literally, like, both sides, you change their fucking games. Like, everyone's winning both sides totally well i think we can make a shitload of content together um i have a lot of ideas in that aspect you you live in walden though <laughs> that's okay man i used to that's drive one downplay i used to drive downtown every single day to sell Holy. wine right so you know it's yeah. not, it's not that hard to to do other stuff was it infused wine no 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 oh, I, okay. I sold fine italian wines like some of the bottles i sold were like three to five thousand dollars holy shit yeah i sold really baller stuff see that's a really cool industry you know something you wouldn't expect i always believed in um like kobe beef in calgary i wanted to start 
yeah. selling because it's not available here it's like hard that. it's a hard hustle like yeah. ask modern steak but they did open a second spot where catch used to be uh in the hyatt downtown and catch was like yeah like there's definitely a lane missing like it was anyone who's eaten it wanted to eat it again you know? totally there's a little bit in zen 8 um it's interesting to hear that uh have you seen that dude chef darren mclean the guy that's on the final table on netflix he owns shakunin no it, it was at zen 8 was his first like time he saw fine japanese cuisine and now that's in the back of the casino yeah but the sushi is yo the i fuck with zen eight. Zen 8 forever no they, problem yo they, it's like they got a deal menu after nine after, after nine or everything's ten two blocks or some shit bro the sashimi the tuna they get on friday and saturday like it's fire fire cuts yeah. yo they so paul vickers is a huge fisher yeah um, okay same same with dave verner okay who, those are the guys that are like have you got to meet paul vickers in these guys? yeah so paul um i actually hired his son um oh nice who worked at my shop my store yeah yeah so i've been out to the house because he had all the money to buy his kid all this sweet culture stuff so he learned so he all was about they, it. but then they were going to new york and shit and buying everything and selling it to me so they became amazing oh no nothing's harder than his young one rolling up to the back of my house they obviously their nanny's like a hot cowboys chick <laughs> this kid's 13 you know rolling up as i give him like five grand you know that's this it this kid just rolls up thanks lex pulls off this chick drives him around he's on the flip bro amazing young entrepreneur yeah he's the i actually hired the older son but the youngest is yeah he's gonna dunk on life he knew he knows what's up he sees the opportunity he's taking it yeah you never and he already know. uh you know, and uh, hopefully they already fuck with me. Like, I try not to bother them. I don't try to, like, you know. I wanted to be a part of uh, even Cowboys. Like, I was like, yo, I can help with ideas because there's a part you're missing. There's yeah, there's a, part a of pivot. Money. There's a pivot that needs to happen there, right? And I felt like I could have helped. And he was, yo, Paul's hit me straight up. Like, yo, should we book this guy? Should we book this guy? Huge, yeah. Um, I'm like, I don't know if it'll sell. And I was trying to be nice, too, and say, I think it would sell. Like he hit me with G Easy, mm-hmm. which like, sells. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see it, but I think it would sell. Yeah, for sure. And it sold, but then he never made it over the border. Oh, butterfingers. Um, which was super unfortunate. You well, never want to see that happen. This is our festival. Like people gotta understand. Like people who hate Stampede. It's like, nah, fuck this. This is our shit. This is our time. Like, have fun. World's greatest outdoor show on earth. Yeah. You know, I worked at Stampede for like seven years. That's what they say. With, Welcome to the greatest outdoor show on earth. That's what you hear when you walk in. It's amazing. You like Stampede then? Or? I fucking love Stampede. I love I'm, Stampede I'm a born too. and raised Calgarian. Oh, yeah. I've been here my whole life. I've gone to Stampede there every years, single year of my life. I turned on it too, man. I can't lie. There's years where I was like, oh, fuck, all these tourists are here. You can't do shit. Um, but nah, now I'm like in it. Like my condo is on 17th. My store is steps from the stampede do you make your airbnb more expensive Bro, where i used to sell roses is right across from i would be at the bottom of the swirly thing at victoria yes. park that's where i sold roses trying to deal with a guy playing with the burr, 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 fucking the black guy yeah dude he everyone's it. giving this guy money instead of taking my roses for the dollar hell yeah i get i've given that guy probably 150 he does crush it. he plays all the burr, burr, like all the fucking uh, tv show shit yeah he's always there too no matter how cold it is he's like out of every stamps game every flames game like but the thing is they make the dollar rose two bucks for stampede mm-hmm. so they're a little harder to sell do you make your airbnb more expensive 
Um, definitely. Yeah, yeah you yeah. need to double the price for sure. For sure. Yo, where's uh, Airbnb in Calgary? Is so competitive. Like, there's a lot of places for cheap. We have to put ours. Like, ours is sitting at like one thirty a night. Really? Imagine that. I gotta show you. Beautiful. How many does it sleep? Just one. It's like a couple. It's okay. a king size bed with like it's a loft. So okay. It's a weird built room. It's like trap door kind of stuff. That's cool. The last one I rented was Super like three sixty in Kensington, and it was huge. Yeah, you get some crazy for that. Slept price. eleven. Yeah, exactly. It was really nice. We had the vi- we the- just had one for a party in uh, Remy's. Okay. Remy had a birthday party, and it was like, in an Airbnb. In an Airbnb, it was rad. <laughs> I love that people just rent Airbnbs to have parties in. Yeah. Because... He knew, though, like, uh, this place is, says you can have a party. Oh, really? Yeah. They, I didn't know there was places that say parties allowed. Yeah, it's crazy. That's dope. Yeah, people who just understand, like, you can have professional parties. Yeah, I need to find I need to find a place that can seat 20 to have professional parties. Seat 20. Hmm. You know, maybe the living room has to be moved a little. What about renting out uh, a space in, like, these high-rises that have crazy amounts of space? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, but then it's a it's a commercial space. It's not a it residential. It has to be residential? Yeah, this is, like, the loophole. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but if I got, but, like, a penthouse or, like, you know, any, like, the again, commercial bro, I residential I always space. thought the pop-up store is, like, because um, is that the idea is, like, a pop-up store? Pop-up events pop-up yeah. dining events it's like almost if you let people book and they provide the spot you know oh, well that's the dream is that i get booked like on the website like investigatherings.com you book me for uh for an event and i bring one of my f- favorite world-class chefs with me or i come and teach you a cannabis and wine event and you pay me one lump sum and then you invite all your friends for free as opposed to me like in it selling tickets yeah, exactly. That's the way to go. For That's sure. the dream. Yeah. And I, hopefully I can put together like a package because I just got turned on to the idea Fucking that I need like a package. bachelor parties or like uh, bachelorette parties. You know, there's those chick potheads too. Like, yeah, there's lots of opportunity everywhere to like be hired and come into, come into somebody sure. else's space. And you're also um, like one of my tracks is called a bunch of things. Um, that is a hard fucking track. I just go off. But, like, the fucking hook is, like, I'm a bunch of things. Don't limit me. I'm a bunch of things. Don't limit me. Because, obviously, you too, like, you're a bunch of things, right? Yeah. Like, people try to say I'm this. I'm like, nah, I'm a, like, how can you even put them next to each other? Like, I might do something else more than I even do that thing, and you're going to think I'm that. Like, totally. I hate that. Don't fucking limit me. <laughs> totally. You could put, I could put a million things beside my name now. Yeah. Cannabis and wine expert, videographer, dj exactly. producer and whatever blah 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 podcast blah. host yeah <laughs> published writer because i got i've been getting yeah like i'm now. a buyer like people wouldn't think that but think about it i've been buying for my stores this entire time mm-hmm. yeah you've, how much, you know how much merchandise have you purchased at this point yeah. millions of dollars probably yeah and like yeah like a crazy amount my like, dude I, came I went on, through education he's like i fucking have bought and sold over 150 million dollars of produce and I was like, damn, that's Amazing. crazy. He's like, I know the shit out of fruits and vegetables. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah, for sure. And like, there's a bunch of lanes like that. 
because it's all different lanes too when you, you whatever know, you're doing i sold this many sneakers i sold this many fucking t-shirts i sold yeah what are you good at what are you passionate about and how can you add value to people by doing it yeah that, exactly. that little bear thing's cool <laughs> yeah, a little burberry bear it's a burberry bear yeah keychain yeah that's i just wear it that's cool fingers was uh wearing like a bape one okay like a big bear and then i just seen this and i was like that's actually dope i like bears obviously i'm wearing a bear shirt <laughs> yeah with the weed that's cool i'm into that travis scott it's travis scott this is his tour merch oh really <laughs> yeah oh that's cool Fucking beautiful it's like a nice nice crew neck well he's into the fashion thing so i would hope that he would care about his merch yeah, definitely people yeah yeah there too and kylie like so that's uh, yeah the influence around you so now put it in perspective like travis doesn't even need to work so anything he's doing from now on is passion i could only imagine the hustle before though. his wife's like, a billionaire his girl's a billionaire really <laughs> yeah kylie's over jay-z is he oh he's dating kylie yeah they, they have a child together really yeah. travis scott and kylie jenner yeah stormy is her name i had no idea crazy damn yeah let's tax the fuck out of her <laughs> that's crazy i had no idea that he was uh lip kits i actually emotions i actually thought he was a homosexual oh shit i don't know why he just like Travis and frank would make a cute couple i think that would be good yeah. imagine the albums they'd make together it'd be some hits beyonce and jay are doing it travis and frank <laughs> there it is you'll probably see it in five years this is a pre like don't be even if they just do the albums together you don't have to be gay it's fine yeah. <laughs> i don't know it'd be it'd probably be a lot better with Fuck, some weird be sexual albums. tension <laughs> i don't know like you know it's kind of weird frank like, ocean's coming out with new music he put a teaser out uh with andre 3000 kendrick lamar and caesar i saw frank ocean in 2012 at you seen him at coachella ah! Man, it was crazy. He sounded identical to the recordings. It was right when that orange that was the album, right? Yeah. Orange came out. Channel like orange. that like that was like the same like the within the three months or whatever. Might have been even been right away. Thinking about you. It was so good. And I also saw ASAP Rocky and the all of ASAP mob in twenty twelve before wow. everybody started dying. Yeah. Uh and it was crazy. Like I got videos on the laptop downstairs. Coachella was up, eh? They knew. Well, that was the Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg year. Coachella always knows what's up. Oh. And it's so crazy. Like, one year, this is a funny story. I took some... So, all the rappers were rapping about these fucking uh, Blue Dolphin Ecstasy. So, I get to California and, like, whatever. I got the homie. And I get this fucking Blue Dolphin Ecstasy. I have it up done, here. I've never done a press pill of Ecstasy before. So, I start, like tripping wow. out. Like, I'm not having a good time. Like, I'm a pretty anxious person. I'm, like, having, like they call it rolling i'm like literally rolling through panic attacks and so uh my one homie's like okay just come this way we'll go <laughs> we'll go chill somewhere i always and liked I, ecstasy i was like a huge fan the two times i've done it ended up being amazing because i saw yours burn and like uh nina kravitz and uh oh, uh a few other people and then but this time so we we were in like the the dj tent like i can't remember what it's called the coachella had built this like intense like nightclub like habitat but on the festival grounds it's pitch black yeah techno music um but dude's like yeah we gotta get you out of here so we're walking 
and there's this Heineken house pop-up. I love the idea of pop-ups. So this Heineken house is in the middle of nowhere. None of this stuff is on any of the Coachella lineup. I love that shit too. And we walk in and there's a Perrier one when I was at one. I was okay. like, yeah. Okay. And we walk in and it's all air conditioned. And I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. And it's like kind of trippy on the walls because it's yeah. all glowing. And there's like a certain amount of people can only come in. And uh, I can't remember who finishes playing, but it was incredible. And then out of nowhere uh it's so i see on the wall it's like thundercat and special guest and so thundercat comes out he's doing his thing he's playing a live set all on his bass and then jizza comes out and it's just thundercat and jizza and like 80 people in the in this heineken house pop-up and it was incredible like jizza literally did half the show in the crowd uh it was so fucking cool it was just one of those perfect moments yeah but if yeah if you would could, that be your favorite artist uh my favorite artist man i don't know as i look around the room no i love the wu-tang clan uh like i got a wu-tang tattoo i got the that method man and red man record was sealed and bought that blackout 2 album it was bought in 1999 by somebody and it stayed sealed and the only person ever touched it with was method man he opened it and him and method him and red man signed it so that was pretty cool but uh, no, my favorite artist is definitely Jay Dilla. Like th- that's the guy that inspired me the most, and like awesome. changed everything about my perception of music and yeah. what music could be, and like a producer rapper. And I was like Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I I hate nah, Lil Wayne. I love Wayne. That's my guy. Really, I just absolutely I just came through that era, right? Like, I, here's a funny story. I'm in Calgary. I'm like twenty. Um, I got in some shit in Calgary, so I moved to my sister's house in Ontario, in Ottawa. Okay. So I was selling these Jay Lindbergh belts in Calgary. Jay Lindbergh, yeah, I had one. I was selling these. I traded it for the Obi Trice's second album. <laughs> okay. But here's a belt. I want this album because I didn't. I was just leaving. Okay. This guy hits me. He's like, "Lil Wayne Dedication Two is a mixtape." He's like, "Listen to this." I was like, "Fuck, okay." So I'm out there. Of course, I go to Obi first. I'm listening. I'm just like, all right, there's a couple joints on it. Uh, Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Exactly. His second album. Does anyone, did people listen? I don't know. But <laughs> I did. <laughs> then I get bored. I'm pumping this Lil Wayne. And like, as soon as it starts, you're now listening to the fucking, and it just like comes in so hard. Like, wake up, motherfucker. I was like, yo, what is this? So then you listen to it and then. His lyrics are, he's not a situational rapper. He's not telling stories. He's just, like, spitting hilarious or, like, clever bars of... He freestyles most of it. Yeah, he does it four bars at a time. So he, like, even goes back. I don't know, man, but he was coming out so fucking hard in this project. So then I moved back to Calgary, and then, like, he's dropping. He's on everything. He would literally, he did 100 features in one year. Yeah, he, content. That was it. Yo, and it was unfucking. I pick up a new mixtape from 100% Legit. I roll in there. There was a new Yeah, shout out to Chain Reaction, every, baby. <laughs> I posted that picture recently of Chain Reaction. Did you see that? No, oh. but my fucking dude. I bought so many CDs <laughs> from that motherfucker. Chain Reaction. That's so funny. So I fucking would always grab mixtapes, pump them. So Wayne was just like running the world at that time. So the love just happened, like Carter Three, the fucking no ceilings, like uh, dedication. Not only was he running the streets, he was running commercial. 
He was everywhere. I heard that he actually doesn't, uh, Lil Wayne doesn't like consume any culture. He doesn't like read or really like go on the internet or listen to the sports. radio. Yeah. He likes sports he a likes lot. He likes sports. And uh, past that, like he's not really into fucking he likes looking, making at, music looking and... at anybody else. But he doesn't listen to other people's music, which is kind of an interesting and cool idea. And I love Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm sure he listens to Drake, though. You think he listens to Drake? Yeah, he's he like, has to. Who doesn't like, listen to Drake? <laughs> I didn't start fucking with Drake until that last album. See, I'm like, cause I'm man, I'm like the most proud Canadian. Like, I have, um, you know, I ride with the country, I ride with the city. But as soon as Drake, like Drake was coming out of Canada, and obviously Lil Wayne was my guy. So as soon as he rated Drake, it was over. It's like he's a dude. So I'm like right from the start, such a huge Jersey fan, defending him when everyone was calling him soft and. Da, da, da. I was what do you think there. about his Ghost Rider? You got a show called Ghost Riders. Yeah, it's it is loosely based, you know. Oh, oh look at um, that! Which is amazing. Nope. And I think it's uh, well, he's more Rihanna than fucking Jay Z, obviously, you know. Okay. Okay. Straight up, but he also writes. Man, there's some of my favorite tracks I could tell were written by Drake. But the thing, like, think about running through the six with my woes. Atlanta, you could be from the six. Um, it was written by an Atlanta artist. Okay. Woes is an uh, Atlanta thing to say. Okay. So, obviously. Really? that Woes is an Atlanta thing to say? It yeah. just seems like such Run an old English. six with my woes. I bet you that song was already done. And Drake just heard it and said, like, come on, off that. That's mine. It's easy. How many mixtapes are That's made? one of my favorite projects by Drake. Ludacris that- made a million motherfucking dollars selling albums out of his trunk before he ever got signed. And you yeah, know what yeah. he did? He started his own record label. Yeah. he He's like... Man, Luda is a crazy success and I love him. I got to see Ludacris at Cowboys. Here's a funny story. Wiz Khalifa comes to town. Of course, um, one of the homies is DJ Bonix comes into the store <laughs> And then I take him to last. We're just chilling. I grab him some trees. These guys wanted trees. Of course, it's Wiz Khalifa. Um, but you he had Wiz it. Khalifa his weed. Huh? <coughs> you're Wiz Khalifa's weed guy is what you're saying in Calgary? Nah, I wouldn't even say that. Uh, I, it was like I hooked up Bonix. Bonix brought him some. But he had like a huge bag already. Like, But this is funny. We go into the, the hotel room. I hadn't burned yet that day. Because I got busy and I was helping this guy out. I'm like, yo, can I hit that? Wiz is like, you know, passes it. I grab it. Fucking burning. I give it back to him. We leave the room. He's like, bro, you don't ever take Wiz Khalifa's joint. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why do you give it to me then? Fuck. Yeah, what do you mean? He's just a person. He's just smoking some weed. Yeah, but he wasn't about it. He doesn't share. And that's like, I heard about that. Him and Currency. That's why him and Currency... They like chill. They have their own weed. They smoke separately. Da da da. So whatever. I end up at the show. What do you think about that though? I like it. Okay. I do. It's sanitary. Okay. I'm at the show. They give me the backstage pass, so I'm just chilling in their green room, which is like these trailers in the back. So there's one, two next to each other. I come out. Ludacris is in the other one, right? Cool. Yeah, and I'm like more of a Luda fan, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, Ludacris is way doper. DTP collaboration. Um, and that's just truth. I'm not even, yeah, I'm not like Wiz like that. I like fucking Green and Yellow. That was the Wheezy remix Cushion over Orange. the fucking... Cushion Orange Juice was the best thing Wiz Khalifa ever did. That mixtape yeah. was heat. 
yeah i didn't i never fucked i didn't i was in the lyrics a little little more which sounds maybe weird as a little wayne fan but he says some shit <laughs> i lost my mind <laughs> <laughs> somewhere i can find it i just love wayne but he uh so we're in the back and then i come out and then these girls come out his fucking trailer out of ludicrous's and i know all these girls so all these girls are like Clarks, da, da, da. all these dudes and me mug me so hard so i'm trying to meet luda and nobody's about it because i just <laughs> like hugged all four of these girls they're like who the fuck is this guy i try to be nice to the guy that everyone's being a dick to me i was like yeah i'm going back and whisk leaf and shit fuck yeah fuck you but i got to like it's funny i was underground cowboys meeting people before i ever before anything like that was like so long ago that's super cool yeah it's weird how the city all comes together yeah <laughs> and now you, and now you're uh picking people up and working with blueprint love nation and curating the city for them yeah i like that i get to be one of the people that they meet when they come into the city we yeah. just say 88 glam think about this 88 glam they get here late sound checks fucked they're missing luggage Nothing worked. All they did, they came from Vancouver. How the fuck? How does that even happen? Unbelievable, okay? <laughs> They're talking shit about Calgary the entire time. It's cursed, fucking blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Every time, I'm getting offended. Like, I always say, like, yo, shut the fuck up, man. Well, yeah. you don't know shit. Maybe you're cursed. Yeah. The city was fine before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we do the show that night. The sound goes shitty. It was cool to see them so passionate about their sound. They were really mad that the sound didn't go well like super pissed um but it turns out they grabbed the wrong mic so who's it on they're like fuck the song guy this place sucks we'll never come there again fucking tripping out then their fucking plane gets delayed now that i think about it maybe it was their own mindsets that fucked up everything yeah what you what do you put out to the world comes yeah. back to you then the plane gets canceled not delayed <laughs> we gonna drive them to the airport canceled so then i've never heard of that before this is the new thing now we have to drive them to edmonton because they're not going to be able to get a flight in time the next flight to left to edmonton and they're like yeah whatever we want to drive anyway so me and fingers take these guys to edmonton we get there the guy paid for our hotel shout out to greg nice shift amazing pays for our hotel we just stayed there we drove home the rest of the night they paid us to drive and then we had to drive home in the morning we drove them to the airport and then drove home but it's like them talking shit, and shit. They're lucky it was me and fingers. You tell, you yeah, know what I mean? Because anybody else would have just like, bro. It was like they just wouldn't have known what to do. We got them rentals. They didn't even have credit cards to book the shit. No one was old enough. Unbelievable, bro. Because to come up, I had to like get. I paid for the rentals, and then they had to reimburse me. You know what I mean? That's like, hilarious. They're so lucky it was us, and they should be like. But they had to go. I'm like, why don't who the fuck books a tour in January? You're fucking in <laughs> Calgary, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg. I was like, yo, yo yeah, yeah. The you, fuck? You asking for some canceled flights? Those, yeah. that's that's where you should go in January. The freeze tour. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna go in the polar vortex. It's fucking minus thirty. You know they're not right checking now. ahead and seeing if a venue makes you stand outside to get in. Shit, right? Uh, that's an interesting idea. They would never do that. Don't give a fuck. Because why would the artist ever think about that, or the booking person ever think of that? But it makes a difference. You can make, you could curate your shows. That's the thing. They could do it themselves with the way influencers work in cities. Yeah. You know? Cities could just there. There is influencers. They could ask certain people and say, "Yo, which, what should we book with?" Mm-hmm. Um, 
the inside scoop that'd be funny <laughs> it's like the I inside know. scoop you just hit up these people what's they tell the, you the real shit what's the good venue like i feel like that's such an interesting concept that you, but the palace doesn't have heaters nah they don't it sucks you just marquee say, has heaters yeah marquee yeah great venue for that that's blows you my walk m- up to the actually blows my mind it's so fucking cold here and most yo of the tech year. nine's playing there soon they'll need those heaters <laughs> yeah straight up tech nine Chris, again every Chris year Calico. Always. They're back. This must be a good market for them. It's whack. Calgary white guys love fast repetition. rapping. I say repetition. <laughs> well, I'm kind of pissed. They're not trying the, to get on that new shit. The game's never um, been able to get here. I was really excited to see him. Yeah, for sure. I had I had tickets to that for uh, my 18th birthday. The first time he was supposed to come at the whiskey, and he didn't get in. Fuck. Yeah, it's like, that's my favorite rapper, and I've never seen him. What do you think about him pumping up his album right now? I haven't he's actually talking been shit him to on um, social media. Tell me, tell me. He's been talking shit to Joe Budden. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, put out a line about like throw fucking Kim Kardashian and like giving Kendall cereal or some shit. Okay. Um well, he's always been pretty like ruthless. Like, I don't know, some of my favorite albums, like the Red album had a lot of raw lines on it. LAX Files had some raw albums on it. Yeah. Doc- like he's always been pretty fucking raw, so I'm into it. Definitely. He's a he's a big motherfucker. He backs his shit up every time. Yeah, he is a big motherfucker. Like, I don't know if you ever listen like You wanna he- hear a funniest thing? I wore a fuck game shirt to uh a Jay Z to watch the throne really i was ninth row jay i was literally wearing a shirt that said fuck game and i was trying to get jay-z to respond to the beef so i made two of them and i threw one on the stage thinking hopefully he just picks it up and it says fuck game and i make national news because he responded to the beef yeah because he hadn't said shit yay picks it up and throws it off to the side of the stage but then Jay, during the show, comes over to me, and he's like, yo, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> like, okay, 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 word, respect. Fuck game. No, <laughs> the game slays at 300 bars and running. Is Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a serious piece I just track. talked about that because um, we're talking about the dismantlement of G-Unit, and it's like, yeah, game did that. Game's the man. He, he took him down. He literally took him down. <laughs> right? Like, it's so ridiculous, too, because that was all over 50 Cent recording him on a phone call crying. And it's like, yo, it's 2019. Like, fucking men cry. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it happens. Even gangsters fucking cry. If they're telling yeah. you some real shit, like, that shit happens. And he's like, all right, you want to fucking record me crying? I am going to tear you limb from limb, you motherfucker. That's wild. <laughs> Yeah, no. Fifty loves to record phone calls. Yeah, the game. We're about to. Yeah, we're trying to work with Fifth right now. I'm not. My homie's trying to work with Fifth right now, and it's gonna lead down the right path, hopefully. Well, that's all. Their beefs resolved, but the game fucking just. Michael Jackson's the one who stepped in. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I love the story of the game when somebody tried to snatch his chain. I can't remember who it was, and then he just like beat the shit out of him on instagram live or facebook live or something yeah he's so funny yo that guy backs his shit up he literally doesn't give a fuck anybody who wants to beef him like dude just works out all the time so he can be the biggest motherfucker on the block he's terrifying that's true i would never want him to know i wore a fucking i'd probably tell him if i met him if he was chill i'd be like i tell you a funny story yeah i would too i'd be like yo i like remember when you're just like fuck jay-z old ass he was like putting. He was getting everyone to say it at his uh, concert. Well, I got a, I got a funny story about that, to be honest, because I in high school, like I was a huge game fan. Again, game is like yeah. favorite rapper. So my mom gave me tickets 
to she had won tickets at the bar the night before and she's like she's like okay here are these tickets and they're fucking box seats to jay-z oh amazing and this is like right at the height of uh welcome to new york whatever i don't yeah, even yeah. know it was the what it was was the um blueprint three tour okay yeah you know the tour yeah i went yeah okay so so i got box seats at the mgd box and i'm trying to call my homies up and i'm like yo man do you want to come to the jay-z concert like i have tickets for tonight like everything's paid for and they're like fuck jay-z and oh i'm like God. and it took me that's like, how much how hard they were riding for game bro it took four phone calls to get somebody to go to box seats jay-z with me and jay's the best like yeah no one's better yeah, that was a great concert. In my mind, like, no one's better than Jay-Z. We were, uh, we were smoking weed. I had a fake ID. So we were just drinking in the box and was smoking weed. The guys started letting us smoke weed down in the seats, and it was just like... Who's the best? Like, there's lots of good greats, but Jay's just, like, the most... Man, it's a lesson listening to him. Oh. This guy goes off on, like... Man, there's bars that I don't figure out for, like, three years. <laughs> Jay-Z never replied to that beef. Never. Nah, he said All it on the start of Blueprint 3. He's like, I ain't yeah. talking about Jimmy. I ain't talking about game. Damn. Right off the start. Oh, I get that line now. Okay. Because yeah. he, he was ruthless cockafella records, the dick sucking lips. Yeah. Like, he was so... He went but in it, The whole it. thing is, like, game was trying to ride the wave. Because Jimmy... Think about Jay responded to Jim Jones. Jimmy Iovine is who he's talking about right now, right? No, Jim Jones. Oh, Jim Jones. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Iovine. Okay. Yeah, I ain't talking about Jimmy, like Jim Jones. Because uh, imagine Jay-Z responded to Jim Jones. He felt like he needed to respond to Jim Jones. Okay. And Jim Jones is dipset. They're cool as fuck. I understand it. Like, he's just yeah. a cool dude. Like, I'd want to respond to. Like, fuck you, yeah, bro. Cameron's a badass motherfucker, too. So, he put out the track Brooklyn. Um, so... Jim Jones put out Ballin, and then Jay did a whole track called Brooklyn. Brooklyn, we is so good. Um, killed him on it, and then Jim Jones came back with another one, and then fucking Jay came back with Dig a Hole, and then Game hopped on and like, yo, fuck Jay Z, hoping this guy's responding to him, and he never even gave him that. Nothing. Give me, give him the time of go day. Go fuck yeah. So I wore it for him. I felt like I wore. That's no one else. Oh, did so that. was that at that concert? Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. So I got awesome. to. I watched you do that. No, no shit. No, it was I watched the throne in Vancouver. Okay. My bad. Okay. My bad. No, I'm fucking. Um, up. that was a good concert though. I was in shitty seats. Sometimes you go with friends and they don't want to buy expensive tickets. I was like, yeah. I'm not trying to sit up here, man. I can't even see this guy. I fucking hate it when I go on vacation with people and they don't want to buy nice Airbnbs or they don't want to spend the time. Oh looking my for a god. Good and you're like you. Yo, and they go to shitty restaurants or, like, they're trying to eat fucking McDonald's every day to Kills save me. money. It's like, why are you on vacation to save money? That's not what it is. Yeah, man. It's like, the splurge. Yeah, like, let's just eat. Let's chill. Let's do this. This is what like, you work every day for is mm-hmm. your vacation. Mm-hmm. So you splurge. You fucking... Oh, man, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll borrow money to go have a better vacation. Like, what the fuck needs to be done? We need to do everything we can while we're in this part of the world. Straight up. So, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with that so, 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 so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. But at the same time, like, don't go on vacation if you're struggling so much. Or, like... Yeah, it's not worth it to be in a nice place if you go, don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, you know, they have the the more basic vacations, like the all-you-can-eat shit. 
all you can drink. Yeah, I'm like, doing an all inclusive for my yeah, wedding. Definitely. And it's like there's good. You you don't have to figure shit out, you know? Yeah, you can come. Like honestly See that's the thing, when you have a wedding, like, yeah, you don't have to figure everything's there, it's set up for you. And I love that. On a beautiful spot. Restaurants, you yeah. know. Yo, and Jamaican food, like Dude, um yeah. I know all the restaurants will be different of Chinese and fucking you yeah, know how it is, but they but got a jerk hut that's open twenty four yeah, hours. And the jerk huts with the dirty rice, man. Yo, I love Jamaica. That was one of the best places I've ever been. It's, uh, I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, I've never I played been. this golf course on the last day it was open called the White Witch. Oh. Like this is our last day. There's no one on the course. We cool. played this thing and it's like forty degrees. Like, so were you in Montego Bay, Rose Hall? Because the White Witch is the Rose Hall. Yeah, thing. yeah. Then yeah, I'm I still I grabbed all the all the merch was on sale. The so, White Witch merch. Yeah, it was awesome. I got a bunch of it. It's a pretty it funny fire. shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, uh, we had caddies. And I kept being like, I kept missing my punt and being like, Bamba Clat. <laughs> Bro, these girls were rolling. They're like, this crazy white boy. <laughs> Get in the Ross Clat hole. <laughs> Just being an asshole. Bob They're like, Clat. yo, you better not say that on the street. They're going to arrest you. Oh man, I was in Chicago like three in the morning after getting Chinese food, and I didn't. I was pretty drunk. I didn't know where I was. And I started getting all stoked. I was like, "Bop bop, bad ratata ratata," and the homies looked back at me like their next snap so quick. And other homies across the street were looking over, and then the homies were like, were like oh, "Don't yo. do that." And then these homies were like, "Bop bop, bad man, bad man." I was like, "Yo!" Oh no. Because you know what? Everywhere I go, I just end up in the most gangster situations, <laughs> not by choice, and it's absolutely perfect. Did you go out partying? So you were in Montego Bay then when you yeah. were there. Did you go out partying in the city when you were in Montego Bay? Nah, we didn't do shit. You stayed shit. on the resort? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go out. I got like yeah. homies. We got a crew. I don't, because I don't drink and shit, I'm not like... You don't like to dance? I do like to dance. I do. See, that's why I w- mocktails need to be a big trend, right? Cause you Definitely. Can- I still think, even like, uh, think of the bottled kombuchas and really nice Perrier's and shit even. Yeah, but this is, is easier because, right, like somebody can go behind the bar, they can do the, uh, we're talking about the mocktail I made, uh, they can like pour you an ounce of the of the spirit, yeah. air quotes, and, uh, and then you have this thing that kind of tastes almost like booze as long as you have the yeah. right bitter ingredients in it and uh it's i've always like wished that they had perrier even at the bar well it's crazy that they don't yeah or even kombucha i'm down like well the kombucha push is gonna be huge yeah i can see that it's delicious but bad kombucha fucking sucks yeah tastes disgusting it's disgusting full of sugar yeah the good stuff's delicious the bad stuff yeah yeah. really the one i like is full of sugar the rise is like a mint one Mint and chlorophyll or some shit. Mint and chlorophyll. <laughs> delicious. I never drink kombucha. I got it given to it's me one delicious. time by this hippie dude. Well, he's not a hippie dude. He's a good dude. He's he's awesome. I hope to have him on the podcast. He hit me with my first kombucha. And it was fucking delicious. And they served me some carrots and some hummus. And I was like, bro, this is good awesome. People. That's how we're supposed to be eating. Yeah, this is like this is good. Fermented beverages and uh well, that's why I just drink wine and drink beer. Not yeah, beer. I never even got into the wine thing. I never understood it. I didn't understand it until I hated it. I thought and my, my uncle loves. I have this uncle who's just he's, he's into it. Super. Well, it was into like it. I I I looked at it like a. I saw the documentary. Saw him. I saw them blind tasting, and I. Yeah. 
I looked at wine. I took this wine class like four days later. And for the first time, I like smelled wine instead of smelling alcohol. Okay. And I thought about the other things that were in it. And it stopped smelling like booze and it started being like really delicious. So now like I, I like I hate drinking cheap beer. Yeah. Um, not all of it. I love AGD still. But like I love craft beer because it has so much flavor. I love fine wines because they're so much depth and flavor. And there's so much more to appreciate. Like I, I talk about it all the time. It's like sexy drinking versus drunk drinking. drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not. I never drink to get drunk. I just, just like, I like the flavors. Yeah, I understand for sure. And Health Canada says you can have 15 drinks a week, and I definitely do not have 15 drinks a week. Not That's what they close. say. That's hilarious. 15 drinks a week, it, yeah. like, is the appropriate amount. You can have uh, three a day, five days a week for a man, and two a day, five days a week for a woman. And that's, like, healthy, that, that's healthy that's drinking. Healthcare. Yeah. I think they should have just left it as, like, do it if you want it, but nah, you know? Hawaii is trying to effectively ban cigarettes by raising the age every year of like minimum age to buy cigarettes from like so this year they'll start at like 60 next year it'll be 70 80 90 and by 2023 it'll be you'll have to be 100 years old to buy cigarettes that's awesome i love it that's a fucking really progressive move yeah but then are cigars illegal too because then that makes woods illegal (laughs) it's like man it's a tough thing smoking's pretty pretty whack but then you know that makes me think like I should be stashing piles of woods because one day when they're illegal, they so for a lot more. Well, they're illegal in Canada now, and that's why the flavors are cool to have. Yeah, that's way more exclusive. Right. I feel like the wines. There's a lot of stuff coming in that I worry is like might be fake because it confuses me how backwoods is still like in some markets they're like sending fresh stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Like you had some wines in your pocket. Yeah, I went to Vancouver and the guy was like, "I was like, how old are these?" And he's like, "I got them last week. I get an order of wood." Yeah, they're every legal week. in um, they're legal in BC. You can still get flavors. Flavor, flavored tobacco is not legal as far as I thought. Yeah, they they flavored them to wine, whiskey, pork, wine, whiskey, rum. because it's that's Alcohol. legal over eighteen. Yeah. No way. So those are totally legal yeah. woods. Yeah, because Alberta they dis- doesn't have any of them. Because the woods, honestly, though, disappeared in Vancouver for a long time. Oh fuck! Every time I go there, I get them. Even there's yeah. a dispensary, and I'll just like walk around the corner. But you got to hit the bodegas. You got to be downtown Vancouver. Yeah, you yeah, gotta hit, sure. like, the That's cor- usually where I'm at. Well, the, yeah, that's yeah. what it's all about. Everybody's getting the tip on the plug right now. You I'm going to Van on Friday for SneakerCon. Yeah, SneakerCon. That'll be, be good, good, man. Where are you gonna go? Are you gonna go somewhere to get cannabis? Are you gonna fly with it, like? Um, you're allowed to bring 30 grams with you now. That's awesome. Right. You can just get on the plane. I flew with like cannabis in a bag that was, well, man, I always brought weed with me in my under thing. Always. Yeah. Never didn't put in your carry on 30 grams. Oh, that's amazing. But even before it was legal, I I would just put it under the plane. Yeah. It's like, no, now they, they're like hundred percent carry on. Uh, I had cannabis that was shared with me in an unmarked bag, like just a Ziploc yeah all good yeah no problem they pushed it out of the way because it was in my medicine kit and they wanted to search something in my medicine kit and they opened it up and it's just stanky 
yeah. I'm probably, oh, get this the fuck out of here. The lady was so funny. She was holding it off to the left. She was like, she had her hand like raised, basically. She was like, oh, they can't get the picture when it's too loud. Right? You knew, like, yeah, that would have been a bar. Yeah. Like, it was stanky. She couldn't handle it. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> oh, it was so good. This whole traveling thing has been, yeah, it's cool that you can just walk in. But Ontario's fucking up. Like, I've been to Toronto and you can't buy it legally. Because there's no stores yet. Yeah. Well, they just released the people that got the stores. The lottery happened. Sweet. Um, but there's there's gonna be like what two, four stores for Toronto. Oh my god. Yeah. How is that gonna work? Like, there's yeah. so many people. Ah, oh, what a disaster. Oh, do you like Toronto? Uh, I was supposed to be there in March speaking, but it just kind of got like sh- canceled. I so, love that. I it's love, become a I like spot it. where something's happening every night. So my brother-in-law, as a tourist, you can go there and something's happening. Well, no my brother-in-law what. lives there. Let me tell you a crazy story before we go, because after this story, I gotta let you get some final yeah. words. Because I know if people are gonna listen this long, they probably will. It's a good one. Okay, so we fly into Toronto, and Sarah's brother, my fiance, lives uh, in Kensington Market, and he's like a he's a punk rocker. Mike's an awesome dude he's like i I really 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 like mike plays instruments has a record pressing plant i wish i could plug his record thing right now but i totally forget the name of it uh and he's a graphic designer so as we get there we've been traveling all day and like you know we start having a few drinks he's like okay we're playing a show later tonight but if you want to come out earlier in the night like i'll take you around to the spots i'm like okay so Kensington Market in the day, I learned the next day is like really nice and pretty like cool and touristy. But at night, it like it's crazy. It was awesome. It was like it was like crust punks with fucking mohawks. Yeah, the huge ones. As far as I could reach my hand, like honestly, I bet they were Hilarious. doing it as far as they could reach their hands. And people are drinking on the streets, and we start walking into all these different venues, and it's all these different metal and punk bands, and it's like so cool. It's like nothing I've ever experienced, and yeah. so much is going on. It's like almost like sensory overload. So then it starts getting time for like Mike to play his show, and we go and we're hanging out, drinking. With these crust punks out front of the out front of the venue, which is like down an alley. Then oh, the next shit. day, the gate was totally closed to this and locked. Yeah. So at night, it was open. I love clubs like that. And uh, yeah, it's just literally, it's totally like this is totally an illegal club, I think. And the whole there's a there's a door down the alley, all this cool graffiti, and so you go down, and it's like you teleport to like 1985, and you're literally in a basement. And, and again, there's mohawks touching the ceiling, and there's a hole cut out of the wall where a dude's literally selling tall boys for two bucks, and like you can walk in and out with your tall boys, like you can go out on the yeah, street. Yeah, so if you rad. Want. And uh, and it's and it's just a band stuffed at the back of this like long skinny room that maybe fits fifty people max. Everybody's rocking out, and Sarah's like such a nice, sweet, all American girl, and she's never like experienced this. And I'm loving it because this is totally my world. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so they stop playing and the next people come on and it's like, it's crazy. It's um, like these guys, they come on stage and as soon as I see, and this is like not real, this is not a stage, right? Like this is a yeah. basement, the stuff's smushed in the corner. And uh, this dude's like in a leotard, like a fishnet leotard. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker's going to be naked by the end of this. Like this is some weird, crazy performance <laughs> art, fucking metal shit. 
and he comes out and he starts with like a and whips a dildo right in the middle of the floor and says like what the fuck is going on and then it's just like a crazy mosh pit and this dude's screaming he's like videotaping himself (laughs) going crazy and he totally like gets naked and like yeah of course she left she as soon as she got naked she's like i'm done with this and he was like yeah he was naked it was so weird he's like had all this goth makeup on i was like fuck it shirt off martian (laughs) and uh and then yeah and then sarah's brother played like big old punk set then we drank in the park uh till like three in the morning and then the next day when i went it was like the park was like filled with like little kids and it was such like a tourist place and i was like what the fuck happened last night like where was i that's rad yeah that was the that was that was the craziest toronto toronto was dope i saw um uh damn funk for free at uh what is that dundas square yeah and i went to uh i went to a blue jays i went up there to um you know i was there for all-star actually oh that's cool yeah and i would go out for ovo fest i crazy ovo moments toronto's great man it's a cool it's a cool city we rented bikes and it really smelled bad riding bikes around. I bet. It smells like pee, right? It smelled fucking terrible, like garbage. Yeah, yeah, I love Calgary. We don't smell like pee. That should be like our <laughs> city of Calgary. Love hey, it. we don't smell like pee. Have you ever been out to <laughs> Toronto Island? No, I haven't. It's cool. It's beautiful. Fuck, I should do that next time. But you know what? Like the first time, this is straight up. First time I, we were at, down by the harbor. I can't remember the brewery. It was like a brew house and brewery down by the harbor. And, uh. I look into the water first time I've ever seen Lake Ontario, and there's like literally a tampon and a condom floating in the water, and I'm like, oh, let's go swimming. <laughs> so we went over to Toronto Island, and I'm like, for some reason I forget that this is the exact same water that I looked at. Like, it's like beautiful. No, I, no, oh. I got in there and it was like so gross, and I was like, oh, this is. That's no unfortunate. Cool. Humans are termites. Yeah, humans are terrible. <laughs> humans are terrible. That's my parting. That's that's yeah. That's seriously my parting thought. We're great. My homie just uh, got the morning show on the edge with his sister in Toronto. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, huge. One of my blow up boys, killing it. What's his name? What's the edge? Alex Carr. What's the, the rock station out there? Awesome. That's the like rock getting, station. That's like getting fucking Jerry Forbes' job out here. Bro, like, do your best morning rock channel announcer voice. I wonder what he'd be like. <laughs> we back on. Nah, that's like hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we back on uh, CJ Mixed uh, 92.3. Um, <laughs> your morning traffic out there is looking a little uh, tight on Deerfoot, but we're rolling through it. Let's roll through it with a little ZZ Top. <laughs> that's hilarious that's so awesome my dad was a radio dj through the 60s and 70s oh wicked hey michael franklin coming to you late (laughs) night hour we're just gonna get keep on rolling with those smooth i did lexington nav radio did you uh, for a while we did like 28 episodes was it a podcast it was a hour-long radio show where was the radio broadcast? We were just dropping it on SoundCloud. It was like oh. a new SoundCloud mix every week. But that's what played in both stores. Oh, crazy. Yeah, it was dope. Oh, all day. You're saying one hour mix? Yeah. <laughs> Thank nah, God. they were over an hour a lot of times. Like, it, it, it differed. Thank Some God when you got more night. shows. Because like that, when that first episode for whoever was oh, working the full-time yeah, yeah. day, they, they were, were like, killing. fuck you. But the skits were really funny. Yeah, you are doing funny skits? For sure. We like... 
Yeah, we made we pulled every Patrick Swayze line out of rap Amazing. and put them all in a row, and then we like that's all Brett. I was yeah, it was awesome. Bro, favorite favorite Patrick Swayze moment of mine was when he <laughs> rips out fucking homie's throat at the oh, end yeah. of Roadhouse. For sure. Incredible throat moment. Rip. <laughs> First time I saw that, like you know, they kind of like they kind of like plant the seed that he can rip a dude's fucking throat yeah. out at the start of the movie. Definitely. And then, uh, yo, that's every dude's favorite movie. It feels like like. There was a moment in time, you know, it had titties. It had, yeah. Like, when you're that age, I was like, yo. Well, I'm Roadhouse. Like, <laughs> I see some younger cats now, and they've never seen Roadhouse. They don't even want to fuck with the Patrick Swayze movie because they think he's like, what I'm like, no. Dancing. Patrick Swayze's tough ass. He is. You know? It's fucking Swayze. Sway- Why do you think everyone raps about him? <laughs> yeah, Swayze's badass. He'll fuck you up. For sure. Oh. Okay, cool, man. And on that? Yeah, what's your parting thought? um tell everybody where they can find you give it all to them the king of calgary uh soundcloud the king of calgary youtube the king of calgary um i got a store in chinook and one on 17th Ave. <laughs> yeah come say the cannabis psalm sent you and uh come through people. we'll give you a deal on everything at regular price <laughs> bro you cut deals there it is you heard it here if you're on the podcast be like yo i listen all the way to the end and you said you're gonna cut me a 